0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want
0: to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here.
2: Why would they do that?
0: Do you
3: have any freaking game?
0: Dude.
1: It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com. And uh, watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you're checking us out there. You can chime in on today's proceedings uh, if you have a question for Big Willie Smith, Bryce Williams, any of our other guests, you can uh, get those into us right here on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Got a big show on tap for today. We'll hear what Mike Houston had to say earlier today at his weekly press conference. Have a lot of updates on the game against South Florida. New location, new game time, but game on for Saturday. We'll give you those details in just a moment. Coming up at 4 o'clock, Will Treadway you may not know his name, but you've seen the uniform he designed. He actually designed the uniforms that East Carolina will be wearing on homecoming, for homecoming, the mix of modern and the past. And uh, he is working with the Down East Wood Ducks now, but we'll kind of get the background on that, get to know Will a little bit. That's coming up at 4 o'clock. Mike Mullis is going to join us at around 4.20. We'll talk football, baseball, golf, everything in between, and the aforementioned Bryce Williams in the 5 o'clock hour We'll get his take on uh, East Carolina 2-2 two and two through their uh, homestand in September. Shirley Rhodes is here, the Chan man, Chandler Honeycutt. We got Ellerby in here. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Clipper. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just all right? Just all right. What What could make mm-hmm. you do better? Um, my alma mater and my favorite NFL team, looking competent on the football field
5: we went on a little field trip this morning i thought that got all the all
4: right anger out of you i thought you'd be a little happier than you would be right now this is more sadness than anger and the anger management rage room does help get the anger out i'm no longer angry i'm fine on that end but uh still a little sad
5: we're gonna have a very cool video coming to our social media soon (laughs) clip brock took a Bud Light bottle to places I never thought it could go before. So, uh,
4: with with, with a b- weird way of saying I hit a bottle with a baseball
5: bat. I I was, I, you, didn't, you didn't let me finish, Troy. I, I like, didn't know what it was going <laughs> I, was, I was trying what to finish. What did I do with that bottle? <laughs> well, there could have been a little cliffhanger. Maybe if you'd had a lot of questions to I'm, answer. I don't want that out there. <laughs> see, not, not, now, you're, now you're angry
4: again. See? Now I need to go
5: back. Yeah, uh, so.
4: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right.
5: Just uh, all right. We need to yeah. get you better.
4: I would be doing better if Willie Smith or other offensive linemen were helping out Washington right now because they need some help on yeah. that o-line but willie smith joins us today to kick off today's show willie how you doing
6: man man i couldn't be any better man it's a beautiful day out there sunny feels uh feels awesome so i'm happy
4: all right willie just brightened my spirits up a little bit
5: good. you know willie just
4: met flat stanley too oh yeah right. Flat Stanley, w- yeah. one of the
5: last people he's gonna meet before he gets mailed back to uh your sister's class there that's Clint right Brock.
4: uh he was able to meet some stars of today and uh yesteryear he met touchdown Tony Collins. Yes, a bunch of the uh, current Pirates, and I uh, got to meet Willie Smith today the, and compare heights.
5: Yeah, the last picture I got uh, Flat Stanley standing next to Willie Smith. So, uh, li- how would you feel about blocking Flat Stanley <laughs> if you had to if you had to take him on in a on a football game on the uh, playground?
6: Yeah, yeah, man, I, I think I might have a chance against him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even know who Flat Stanley is until you just met him. So That's right. It's a cool cool
4: project for watch for out youngsters. for those uh, cut blocks. He might be blocking. All the there, <laughs> right. All right. So uh, Willie will. Get your take on East Carolina Navy Pirates falling to two and two on the year. Willie, uh your take on what transpired on Saturday
6: uh, Start off like that. Like, man, just watching the game, <laughs> man. Like, oh man, I feel like that was a game we definitely should have won. Um it just seemed like the offense never got it going. Um, you know, it seemed like Houghton didn't never really get in rhythm. You know, all of the offensive weapons we have, you didn't see a lot of them making any plays. And, you know, a lot of that just comes to, you know, some of the plays that were called. And, you know, when the plays were called, the plays wasn't being made. Um, you know, you think about, you know, the, the special teams, you know, the, it showed up again. And, you know, the, you, you hate to see that. You know, I, I was still, you know, impressed with the defense. You know, they play really, really well to be on the field that long against that type of offense where you got to be worried about getting cut all the time. Um, so the defense, I, I feel like they play really well. But overall, man, there's some stuff we got to clean up for sure if we want to be winning.
5: Which game do you think this team has bigger regrets about right now, NC State or Navy, that they let slip away?
6: Yeah, obviously, you know you want to be your eight, uh, in-state rival, so you, you definitely won't doubt one. But you know this is the most recent, so this one hurts the most. And you know, obviously, this is a game that they were definitely the better team on the field, had a better athletes. They just didn't show up on the scoreboard.
5: So
4: you've had you want two- to beat your in-state rivals. You also want to win your conference games, and the Pirates are behind the eight ball, zero and one now in league play. And
5: you want to win your home games, right? So right. if you're on this team uh, that you've had two games, that you, I mean, you feel like, hey, we're two and two. Could could have should have woulda be four and zero. What's your mindset now that you're going on the road for the first time?
6: Yeah. Well, you know, as a leader on the team, they should probably be thinking things like, "Hey, you know, the past is the past. You know, we can't go back and change that. You know, let's look at you know the opponent that's in front of us because you don't want to keep thinking about what just happened and lose again. Like, you know, I, I don't, I haven't seen South Florida's offense, so I don't know what their offense looks like, the defense looks like, or the team in general. But at the end of the day,
5: they just need to focus on, hey, we just need to win the next game. Whether it's home or away, we just need to win. Pirate game has been uh, changed. Uh, Still the same opponent clip, Brock.
4: South Florida still on the docket for Saturday, but it will not be in Tampa. That game has been moved to Boca Raton, home of the FAU Owls, which we have played there before in the past. The Willie Taggart Bowl. Uh, Willie Taggart Bowl, formerly... Coaching South Florida, now the coach at FAU. And the kickoff time has moved from 7 o'clock to 2.30, which I don't hate. You don't mind. That works for me.
5: Because uh, you just got to get up earlier for the Bud Light pregame tailgate, which will be on the air at 10.30. And then, of course, uh, hopefully a victorious fifth-quarter call-in show. Didn't think a lot of people were going to be at Raymond James Stadium on on Saturday night. Um, But I don't think there's going to be very many people... In Boca Raton at uh, that ball game, so uh, thoughts on playing in front of an, in an empty stadium, basically on Saturday at two thirty, Willie Smith.
6: Yeah, now uh, what what it brings me back to is um, when we played against UAB, it was you know really nobody in the stands, and it was like you normally you get the the, the, the crowd out there and it gets you juiced up, especially if you're a defensive guy. You know you you'd be excited out there, but when there's nobody in the stands, it's like. <clears throat> You just lost, like, you've lost two games that you should have won. You, that should be all the energy you need, all the motivation you need to go out there and get it done.
5: It's kind of one of those games you kind of wonder even if, like, Pirates' parents going to be able to make the trip because right. they were scheduled to go right to tampa on the west coast now the game is on the east coast in boca raton right which is completely you know and you can't fly use probably your original flight yeah flying into tampa because the airport may not be open so you kind of wonder even your mom and dad or family or relatives may not i mean so it's definitely you and your teammates against the bulls
6: yeah no that, that's that's very true and you know something that the players that are thinking about the next level of the NFL, they gotta realize that hey, regardless of anybody's in the stands or not you're putting film out there and that film is being evaluated so you better go out there and put your best foot forward no matter who you're lined up against, no matter where you're playing at, you better bring
5: your 8 game. How do you feel about this team with 8 games left? What, what, what's your forecast? Uh, man, um,
6: it, it depends on if we can figure out the special teams. Like If we can get our kicker making his kicks, you know, if the offense can get going early and and you know keep the game going with the running game then you know we, we got a good chance to to win the majority of them um, we do got Cincinnati on the schedule right and there they're they're solid, you know. We got what BYU. BYU. Yeah. you know, they look good. So you know, those are two games where, yeah,
5: I, I don't know, you know. But the I rest don't know of, if there's really any game you look at, and I mean, everyone kind of circled Navy as yeah. as a W, and right. I don't know if there's any of that. Clip, am I wrong? Well,
4: this if you want to do it that way, this might be the last one. The Maybe,
5: but this is a South point. Florida team that went in the swamp and really didn't back down to that team, whether, whether how good Florida is, but they're still at SEC school. And a lot of people may not know this, but the starting quarterback for South Florida was the starting quarterback for Baylor last year. Wow. I mean, so, I mean, they have, They, I think South Florida's got some talent. On their football team, they just haven't played very good football with Jeff Scott. Do
4: you like the Bulls on Saturday, Ellery? I do not
5: like the Bulls. <laughs> I do not like the Bulls. But I'm telling you, if 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 you go down to Boca Raton in our sleep, right? And you know, I, you also, kind of, I mean, you also wonder what their schedule is going to be like this week. They're being displaced out of Tampa. They're out of right.
4: classes right now. So where I wonder where they are? Do you like know? are they
5: driving down to? You think they're being bused down to Boca Raton? Right. And then how much is on their mind? Because all these guys are from Florida, maybe even right. around the Tampa area. How much of their mind is on their families? Right, in right. their homes, and and what's going. On. I mean, it's a it's a weird, unique situation for them that they're. Uh, I mean, classes being canceled is probably the best thing yeah. to happen to them. But just trying to live life and trying to communicate with with what's going on, and basically leaving everything behind just to go play a football game this week is definitely going to be unique of what they where their where their head's going to be on Saturday.
4: Willie yep. Smith Ellerby here in the Power Radio Studios and uh, folks chiming in on Facebook and YouTube and Craig uh, with the dad joke we were talking about Willie and Flat Stanley said watch out for the paper cut block. <laughs> Ooh, very good dad that's joke. Good. There. That there. is a Craig, good. That's good. Your good ankle's <laughs> okay.
2: They're
4: <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, Brett says it's Boca Raton, not Boca Raton Ellerby. So Brett is correcting oh, grammar brett, thank you brett brett from boca thank you brett um and elliot on youtube uh says <laughs> uh willie uh, y'all had class together at ecu but uh he said you probably don't remember him um willie just curious how old were you in 1991?
6: 1991 1991 <laughs> yeah hey, i'm trying to think back I was like, maybe... What year were you
4: born?
2: Twelve. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Elliot, yeah, he said maybe Willie don't... I don't think you remember Willie because uh, you got the wrong Willie here. So uh, just enjoy a, yeah. a, a hot dog, and thanks for tuning in on uh, on YouTube today. We'll
5: recap your playing days here at East Carolina for Elliot there. <laughs>
4: 2006 to 2010. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe Elliot came Two-time back... Two-time champion.
5: Maybe he came back and did some, uh, you know... Extra uh, credits.
4: Or Willie uh, was taking college courses in elementary school. Were you? <laughs> At 12, did you come to East Carolina slot, slot in a few classes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I got I got a couple of business classes in. Had to get
5: ahead. <laughs> Wear your Peach Bowl
4: shirt next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right um and and willie did bring up something uh about the uab remember that Uh, and you remember we used to be like freaked out by those games at tulane at uab because east carolina would always be a favorite and it'd always be an empty stale environment and we'd be like man are the guys gonna be able to like get enough energy and Willie kind of spoke to that. If you don't have enough energy coming off a loss like that, right. then something's wrong. I think the guys will be ready to play. In fact, Mike Houston said after the COVID year uh, that they're kind of used to this stuff now. That's so true. He, they played in this a couple of years ago, unfortunately. That, that is a very, very good point. Has the point spread shifted any with, with the
5: game moving to a different stadium? Or uh, I wonder. Uh, good question. Probably not.
6: Well, yeah. While why we're talking on that, I, I really don't understand the point spread. I mean, we were 19 point favorites in this last game so why does that stuff even matter if it doesn't show up that way? I think it matters
4: if you're a gambler. But it, if it, you don't It, it
5: matters doesn't. if you're a gambler and then I think it matters if you're confident. Like NC State was what, a 13 point favorite against yeah. East Carolina and yeah. they won by 1 point. I mean, so right. I just I think it's a good measurable yeah. Of, and it also uh, helps Sports Talk Radio for five days during the during the week to, <laughs> right. to, to be like, oh my gosh, the, it's dropped a half point. I wonder right. what has happened. Right. Is Willie Smith not available this week? You know, right, right
4: now, uh, no line on the game, so they pulled it to I guess, to evaluate, reevaluate the details it. and everything. But uh, uh, JC says we suck against South Florida like we do against Navy. So JC's got the right mindset heading into this weekend. What
5: is the all-time series? I do believe South Florida is the. I mean, I don't believe East Carolina has won very many times against against the Bulls. Well,
4: we got them last year, but then again, we got Navy last year too, right? That is that is very true. But uh, hopefully,
5: hopefully, I mean, this is a game. I, I agree with you know out of the eight left, this is definitely the one that you definitely could probably take a pin and put a W by. And still, maybe feel a tad nervous, but not as much as you should the rest of
4: the way. Do you remember the? Uh, was it the first meeting ever? Be let me look. The first meeting against South Florida when we hit the extra point off the goalpost and lost thirty eight thirty seven. That's what I was thinking. This only goes back to two thousand six. Two thousand six would that have been the was that the was bowl game? The bowl game, bowl. The bowl game yeah. was the first ever meeting. According that could have been this.
5: That could be right. And then they joined. Then we joined the conference together after that in Conference USA. And then here in Green. But I was thinking of John Thompson. Previous had, games. John Thompson, I believe. Grab the 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 guide back there, Chandler, and look it up. I, there was a John Thompson year where it was right. It was, and uh,
4: Vontae Leach scored, and then we missed yeah. the extra point. Or yeah, we, yeah,
5: it was either overtime or right at the end of the game. And it was like a thirty-eight, uh, thirty-seven UCF USF Bulls.
4: Because this has on EastUPirates the all-time series three and six for East Carolina. Mm-hmm. But there's more than that, right? There's Chandler. He's coming in, coming in with the heavy stuff. Let's go down to Tony. Let's send it down to yeah, Chandler. I Chandler.
7: So I'm looking at some past schedules, and I look around the John Thompson year, uh, 2004. Uh, we played USF yeah. and lost 41 to 17. Ooh actually played them in two overtimes how, how, in 2003 and lost 37-38. to 38. That's the game we're there looking we go. for. Thank and you, and
4: why that's not on ECUpirates.com, I couldn't tell you. But there you go. Maybe they've wiped some of those bad years off. Perhaps. <laughs> just, <laughs> right.
5: you
6: know,
4: just 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 erasing the internet is what we're doing.
6: Yeah, trying to make it look a little better.
5: Yeah.
4: better. But we're holding your feet to the fire here. And uh, we're going to have all those numbers for you. Um, John Moody's got a bold prediction. He says this game will end up being canceled. Wow. He says, I hope not, but this is going to be a massive storm. Again, I mean, everything's possible right now, but we'll we'll see. You know, you just sounded like Troy D. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Anything's possible. Hey, I, I, you know, Saturday. Do you hope, like, around, like, to 28 they canceled the game after you do a nice four hour <laughs> you're, here, you're here for four hours breaking down the X's and O's no
4: LRB that's not what I'm rooting for <laughs> to
5: be honest with you if you had a time you would like to be alerted to when this game would be called off but wait, could you could you let officials know when Clip Rock would like to be made aware
4: uh, before before Saturday would be nice um, according to ESPN East Carolina and Willie I know this you don't care He's used a nine and a half point favorite.
5: You don't ever fo- follow the gambling lines at all, or the, the point spreads? Nah, man. You I, never. I, have? I've never gambled, so i never been irrelevant. So it never. Really, it's never been a topic of conversation. And even someone come up, Hey Willie, did you know? Like when you're playing in the NFL or college, we're a ten point underdog this weekend. Or, man, they, they think we're going to win by 21 this weekend. Nah. It wasn't even, didn't even,
4: wasn't even on your mind. i wasn't even on my mind, man. I was just trying to win the game. To Block win. the guy in front of you and win That's the right game. Yes. Pretty much. Good deal. Uh, and ECU had some trouble blocking the guy. I mean, Navy's defense coming into the game was their strong suit. Yeah. And it showed up. And I don't know. Did, did When you're watching it, Willie, did, should we have done anything differently play calling-wise? Or was it execution? You know, what was the issue offensively, in your opinion? <laughs>
6: Um, well, that was just one play that just kept coming up. I uh, just kept running this play to the left that was getting blown up in the backfield. I don't know why he kept running that play. Uh, even if you want to run a play, maybe do a play-action pass off of it and hit him with an RPO. Um, that would have been good to see. Uh, some more draws, screens, you know, that that would have been good to see in the play calls. And maybe some small slants to get the guys moving um, down the field a little bit that way as well.
4: That, that would have been good to see in the offense. My, I love, and... We see it some in college football. We see it all the time in the NFL. And and the Shanahan's, who uh, was there with Washington, would always run it. But the, the running back screen is such a weapon when you have a, a running back. And it's probably right. easier said than done. There's a lot that goes into it with the O-line and everything. Right. But with a guy like Keaton Mitchell, we should see, I think, at least two or three of those a week. We see none of them right. a week. When you say screens, and we had a lot of calls the other night about wanting to see more wide receiver screens, which there was a the time. When Lincoln Riley was here when we get calls saying stop running the wide receiver screen now they want it back right. but when you say screens are you talking about both of them basically wide receiver and running back
6: yeah yeah you can mix it up I mean depending on what you're seeing in different fronts that you're, um, you're lining up and you know the defense is lining up different ways and you know they should be tracking that and you know you should be able to call plays accordingly with that which one's going to work the best and just try them out try out different variations of it and get the same result really
5: Pirates going on the road for the first time uh, what were some of your favorite road trips uh, you, you've made as an East Carolina Pirate or NFL. Do you remember some some experiences that you had uh, in the stadium or outside the stadium that was memorable?
6: Yeah, yeah. Now I, I would say um, I just kind of remember when I uh, first got in the NFL um, with the the Redskins, and you know, going to an away game and just kind of like the the state troopers and the cops just escorting you to the stadium, and then you, you're getting there and you see all these fans out there and. You know, just just you know, absorbing that moment like, wow, man, this this is NFL football, man. And then going into the stadium, man, it's just rocking, man. It was it was a lot of fun uh, seeing that stuff, man. And you know, the stadium that I like playing in the most. Um, as a Pirate was uh, UCF Stadium man because it had like that media, uh, metal stadium that had like that uh, that high school feel to it man and you could hear them stomping and it almost felt like the stadium was rocking when we was coming out man it was good when we was playing them back in
5: the day now hotel rooms uh, did you always have the same roommate when you were at uh, East Carolina and did you have a roommate when you were in the NFL or did you get your own room
6: yeah, in NFL, you, you, get, you get a little bit better
5: treatment. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your so own So did you have one guy that was always your roommate? Uh, yeah,
6: uh, well, here at ECU, um, Stephen Baker was my roommate. Uh, you know, he was a great offensive lineman for us as well. And, uh, man, we was always being there joking, man.
5: So he was a good roommate to hang, yeah, to hang, yeah. hang with. So every time. Did you get to pick him? or Nah, that, did, yeah, whoever did that <laughs> stuff. They, it they was stuff. all, hey, all right, here, here's
4: your room. Yeah, right. Go find your find. Good deal. What uh, fan base was the worst, uh, yeah, the route? in the NFL who treated you the worst and why was it Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no I'll let you answer I'll let you no answer. no no no, for sure for sure man i um, was just thinking
6: back uh I would say, man, uh, the uh, the Seahawks, you know, they they had a really loud stadium, so it was just hard to play there. And uh, Kansas City, man, it you know, yeah, was yeah. Just loud there as well. So just what made it suck was, man, just so loud; it's hard to communicate. So it makes it hard to do your job out there.
4: They compare Kansas City to like college as far as uh, tailgating and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. they have a very passionate fan base, like yeah, there. yeah,
6: for sure.
4: And you, uh, did you play for the Raiders or were you pre- like practice squad with the Raiders? No, I, I played. You played. Yeah, what, do they, you they think picked of the- me up off a of waiver the black hole and everything how cool was that
6: yeah man that that was uh favorite home field um, environment man just because uh, we was
4: losing when I was there (laughs)
6: it was bad but you could not tell from when you looked at the stand man it was always packed it was always jumping man it was just hype man
4: were y'all still on the Oakland A's infield
6: playing football Uh,
4: was that tough to block and like keep your footing or was it
6: it, on the dirt it kind of sucked but then when those guys come off the edge you could push them a little bit and they slide on that (laughs) dirt so
4: you was happy
2: (laughs) you had a little bit of an advantage right
4: yeah Willie Smith joining us here. Uh, O-line had been, you know, trending in the right direction going into the Navy game. Maybe took a step back, Willie, but hopefully something that Coach Shank and the guys can, can pick up and, and move forward. Uh, do you, what do you, What about that position group through four games? We talked kind of overall, but the O-line, what have you seen so far this season?
6: Yeah, I mean, overall the the O line has looked solid. Um, I would like to see us run, you know, better. You know, get get some more movement on the front end. Um, get those guys knocked back three four yards, so that the running backs can get downhill more. Um, and pass protection wise. You know, overall they've they've been good. Um, some few breakdowns here and there, but you know, with just coaching and repetition, you know they'll they'll get that they'll get it corrected. What
5: what's the one thing you see that's the easiest thing this East Carolina football team can fix going into this game and the rest of the season that they haven't been doing so great so far?
6: Yeah, well, mix up the play calls on on offense. You know, show some diversity there, and then just man. T- Make the make the simple plays. Like make the simple plays. Let's put it that way. Make the simple plays. Whether that's on defense, whether that's on offense. Like I, I was just remembering. On uh, it was one play. We had, uh, I think it might have been Winstead running on the left side of the field, and we just clearly missed the throw. That would have been another touchdown play. That we just it was just a throw we missed. It was a simple play that should have been made. So make the simple plays, and then you know a lot a lot of improvement from there.
5: So so basically, it's
4: offensively is where East Carolina has the greatest room for improvement.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I see.
4: Yeah, especially when your defense is coming off a game against Navy, where they allow less than three yards of carry. I mean, that's what you want against that option offense. Now they gave up plays in the passing game. Navy threw the ball more than they had the previous two games, seven out of ten, and hit ECU with some big plays, uh, especially some third downs. So, but defense played well enough to win that game, and defense has played well enough to be undefeated right now.
6: Yeah, I feel like. yeah. yeah, No, I, I would agree with that, man. The, the defense has played really solid, and when you think about a uh, offense like Navy, you're going to load a box, and so you're going to put more guys out there because of the scheme they run. So it's only natural that – some of those big plays do happen out in the field. But um, like you said, man, the defense is playing. Uh, they've been playing, playing lights out, in my opinion. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be Four and 0, uh, with you know what what they're doing.
5: One of the biggest questions I got on Saturday was, "Where was Willie Smith at the Pirate Radio tailgate zone?" Hmm. <laughs> weather was nice, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I, it was <laughs> a beautiful day. It was perfect weather. Wow, uh, plenty of good parking spots available Yeah, yeah. let's well, see look uh, I, I got a great excuse this time, man. Oh, what's up? So I had
6: to round up all of my my nieces and nephews, man. They was coming from here, coming from there, and I was just all over the place. And I took my kids to the fair. So
4: hey, I got a, I got a good excuse. Oh yeah, that's a that's a great excuse. That's Did right. Did you go to the game? Yeah, yeah, I went to the game. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I think he's clear. So he's family man.
2: Yeah. you
5: give him a pass on family man? Absolutely. Got now, to, man. Now, now was it, speaking of family... What would you do, leave your kids at home and go tailgate <laughs> them? <laughs> yeah, I just untied them before school on Monday. <laughs> 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 the, uh, what you? It was... Your brother-in-law, C.J. Wilson, played mm-hmm. against your high school on Friday, right? That's right. That's right. North Pitt versus North Johnson. Did you right. Did you go to that game as well? Yeah, I went to that game, and it was uh, it was interesting because when I first came in,
6: I went to the home side, you know, to be with the Panthers, and then I didn't see none of my family there, so I said. Well, I guess I'm moosey on over to the other side, and uh, it was, you know, it was kind of weird rooting against your own home team. But you know, I wanted to root for CJ because I wanted him to win the game as yeah. well. You know.
5: Well, who, who won that game again? CJ they, they won. That's they good. Won. All right. So, yeah. so you were going to be happy either way, but probably more happy, I guess. Right. 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 That's good. That's good. I heard that score update the other day, and I thought I was like, oh man. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's the uh, Willie Smith Bowl.
4: Willie, uh, two undefeated teams remaining in the NFL: Shirley's Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia. Eagles right now so uh, we are three weeks in and there's only one winless team and that is Derek Carr and the Raiders who went to the playoffs last year so it really does show you the parity in the league but how about uh, Eagles and uh, Dolphins how about the Dolphins beating the Bills the other day kind of you've been saying all year too that yeah the Bills are good but they're not overwhelmingly the best team so you yeah. you were kind of justified in that I guess but uh, impressive win by Miami the other day yeah, um, I mean, to come in and, and and
6: play a game like that, man, and and to compete, you know, because they, they got some, that's a really solid team. There's no doubting about it, man. It's a solid team. And, you know, at the end of the day, these really good teams, they're all going to have great players on both sides. The only thing that's going to make the difference in the game when you really watch the game, it normally comes down to a field goal at the end. And it's typically just, hey, who wants it more? Who's going to be more disciplined in how they approach every play and then who want the game the
4: most at the end. And that's that's typically who wins the game at the, in, in the NFL. I think it was Tony Collins. It might have been you, but it, it, I think it was Tony who was saying – could it be too hot down there for Miami? And can the Bills hang with that heat? And I was like, all right, whatever. And sure enough, there was like people complaining about the sun and the heat and all that mess down yeah. there in Miami. So maybe it was a factor uh for them winning 21 to 19. I don't that's, know it that's, that's that. definitely
6: a factor, man. I, I remember playing when I it was my first game with the Raiders um, you know, came in. I don't even how, halfway know the playbook And we're flying over to Miami, and I thought I was just going to be on the sideline chilling. (laughs) And then then, uh, uh, Barnes went down, man, um, the right tackle. And I had to go in the game, and I was like, I don't even halfway know the plays. And I'm out there about to die it was hot. I (laughs) wasn't hydrated, man. And it was like, it's hot down there, man.
5: You remember that uh, Dolphin Stadium, right? Yeah, it's a different kind of heat down there, man. That's a great mentality. I just thought I was going to be chilling. You didn't have the next play, man. You're always one play away. Hawaiian
4: shirt on and sunglasses. <laughs> Had him a dream right. with the umbrella.
5: Like, I got signed
2: by the Raiders. I get to go to
4: South Beach. Right. You need me to actually
2: play? Yeah. I'm one of the
5: 53 you're going to need? Right, right.
4: I you I you never you. know when your time's going to come, I guess. Oh, yeah. uh, and Brett says Ken Dorsey uh, went nuts. Did you see that video of him? No, nah, I didn't. Nah, I heard Scott about out.
2: it. He, he, he had
4: a meltdown the, uh, <laughs> and then covered up the camera. Ken Dorsey, former Dang Miami good. Hurricane offensive coordinator or quarterback and uh former Panthers coach, he uh went ballistic at the end of that game. I think that was when they tried to uh when they ran out of time. Guy was trying to get out of bounds, couldn't they couldn't spike the ball, and he just lost it up there in the booth, but those things those things happen. Uh Cowboys win. Quarterback controversy. No, nah. Not quite <laughs> uh, Cooper nah. Rush though gets the win Cowboys uh, over the Giants last night, and then uh, boy, uh, some terrible night games these last two nights. The Broncos and Niners was almost unwatchable on Sunday night, uh, but the Broncos do get the win in that one. Uh, let's see anything else stand out from NFL Sunday? Uh, Zay Jones Ellerby big day touchdown, big and the Jaguars Willie are two and one after knocking off the Chargers. Justin no, no, no. Herbert banged up. He played, but uh, Chargers lose. Kicking Urban to the curb. Making it happen it down there. Making yeah. it happen, huh? Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson went crazy, as always. Uh, Ravens beat the Patriots. So. Uh, fun following the NFL. Commanders and Cowboys this weekend. Not looking forward to it. You and Bailey getting together? There could be Michael Parsons might have 14 sacks by himself on Sunday. How, about, how many <laughs> sacks that? did the Eagles had?
5: Like nine. Yeah, it <laughs> was yeah. it was a ridiculous. When I was watching That's the terrible. highlights, that was crazy. Yeah. I think the one cool story that I've seen. You know, Georgia Tech fired their coach, Chip that, Collins, just this week, and 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 one of the hot rumors. Is that they could bring Prom back to Atlanta <laughs> wow. to be like he's the head coach wow. at Jackson State now or Jacksonville yeah. State, yeah. and he if that if, if, if Georgia Tech wants to make a splash hire, how great with the NIL right now and yeah. getting Deion Sanders in Atlanta? Right, I, I think it, you, you've got he's got to be in serious consideration, and would really make Georgia Tech football at least. Whether he
4: works out and wins, I don't right. know. But I mean, I think there could be. a Well, they would of be little... relevant. They'll have all kinds of attention. The recruits.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean,
5: and Atlanta is a city that's a sexiest city to, yeah. to recruit to, and a great. I would think a good place that Dion, with some connections, could get some swag NIL deals for some from right. some for some top players. So I think that's going to be a fun story to watch if Georgia Tech goes in that direction. Yeah, it would be interesting.
6: It would be. Like you said, with his name and that type of city. And his history in the city, too. (laughs) I mean,
4: Cliff Brock, you know, two-way. Not just for the Falcons, but Uh, Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And uh, and playing with that team. Uh, The bigger guy on YouTube says, Tua is better than Carson Wentz. Well, thanks for your NFL analysis, dude really added a lot to the program <laughs> hey Tom Brady I is better than uh, <laughs> than USF's
5: quarterback I'm gonna throw that That's bold prediction what's well, kind of funny is everybody kind of has been poo and
4: uh, Tua and Jalen Hurts and they got
5: their own the quarterbacks of oh, the two undefeated Jalen teams, right? Hurts looks
4: awesome right now yeah he looks great and his weapons look great and the Eagles could actually be scary this year so watch out alright uh, Willie final thoughts uh USF and East Carolina going to be a weird uh, environment, uh, neutral site. Uh, how do you think this game's going to play out on Saturday? Yeah,
6: well, on the road, you always want to have your run established first, you know, because then that's going to open up everything else. Um, you know, I expect the defense to come and play lights out like they've been doing. And uh, man, we need to win. We we got to find a way to win this game. We, we're going to win this game. Score, score. I'm going. 21-24, Pirates.
5: All right. okay. Field goal. Winner. going to win it with a field goal, man. They're going to win it on a field goal or they're going to hold on to they're win gonna... by a field goal? There's two, <laughs>
2: different, there's two different ways. They're going to hold on to win by a field
5: goal or they're going to win on a field goal. We're going to hold on to win. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Willie, if uh, people need some real estate help, you are the man. How can they get in touch with you?
6: Yeah, so you can reach me by uh, calling myself, 258-8168.
4: Or if you want to look me up online, just um, hashtag Pirate Nation Realtor. Willie, yeah, thanks for joining us as always, man. We'll see you uh, next week. Yes, sir. Willie Smith, LRB. And by the way, guys, it is Tailgate Tuesday. Ooh. We got a 12-pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon to give away. And let's do it right now, Shirley Rhodes. We'll open up the phone lines. What caller you want to go with, Shirley? Caller 4, get in now. 317-1250. Tired fans, get stocked up for tailgating season with PBR at your favorite retailer. Look for the QR code on the PBR display. Register for a chance to win a PBR cooler Full of beer, game day or any day, all pirates prefer PBR. Check it out. You can get it right now if you're caller for. War. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live We're here from Mike Houston. When we return after this.
1: listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. And congratulations to Josh Aldridge of Winterville. Was our big winner for our PBR. Our tailgate our Tuesday winner. Back In, to you, Cliff. End of sentence. Yes. Thank you, Charlie
4: sentence. Rhodes. Congratulations, Josh. If, you, if, you, if you're picking up a smell... Because the foot has taken over, Peter Foote now video producing Chandler Honeycutt here. Panthers win a game, and all of a sudden, Panthers fans want to show up and come and come into work. Ah, yeah, Victory Monday yesterday was awesome. How's Victory Tuesday going?
7: Victory Tuesday is doing good, and I'm gonna give credit to Pete Foote, who is now on the video production. Uh, the credit he I think he was the good luck charm, or it could have been your sister who was also at
4: the game. Oh, okay, Peter went to the game. Looked like a uh, terrible atmosphere, Peter. (laughs) He shakes his head. No, Was it? Get him on the mic. Uh, How was the atmosphere at Bank of America Stadium?
3: For being 0-2 and having very little faith going into the game, a lot of Panthers fans showed out. Um, You know, playing the Saints in, uh, you know, obviously a division game. Um, There's not a lot of away team fans that show up to these kinds of games. Uh, Compared to other teams, like you know, you get teams from like New York up north. Uh, Seems like the stadium is usually filled with a lot of opposing team fans, but didn't really have that atmosphere on Sunday. And uh, you know, fans are great, still out there supporting them no matter what.
4: All right. uh, Well, thank you for that report. Is this like a one-week mirage, or is this uh, you know, Panthers got something cooking here? Mm, I, I don't know. Can we stay consistent with this coaching? Staff, it looks like uh, your offense is going to be consistently bad.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, our quarterback is not good, (laughs) he's not good. Another what 200 less yards in a game. I mean, I think you asked yesterday, I think I already saw the stat. But uh, do you know who has the lowest QBR in the league? Pete, is it Baker? It is Baker. (laughs) It's ba- it's our quarterback. It's Baker Mayfield.
4: What division has the highest winning percentage in football right now?
3: Is it the S- NFC South?
4: No, it's the NFC Beast, NFC East, where good teams reside. Why hmm. like, the
3: Commanders aren't pulling their weight? So,
4: Data Boy Pete, how many wins y'all got? Yeah, same as us. Same as y'all. Yeah. We, same as y'all. We're both circling we're the same turd circling the toilet here. Yeah. Us, nobody's above anybody right now. Except Shirley and her Miami Dolphins. Oh, you're you're not a part of that no more. Well, there is y'all act like I didn't come in here all off season talking up the dolphins. You did. I gave you that credit. Thank
7: you. I I I told I, I said that you were in here in the offseason, especially right before the season started, say, so, hey, watch them up. out for the Miami Dolphins. Love,
4: they're 3-0. and Love that nerd coach. Love their weapons. And uh, they're getting it done right now. All right, let's uh, hear some Mike Houston. So, by the way, if you're just tuning in, haven't been paying attention today, um, the East Carolina-South Florida game will be played Saturday in Boca Raton, Florida, home of FAU, and the game time has moved from 7 o'clock to to 2 30 p.m mm, what so a jump 2 30 in the afternoon which means our pregame coverage mm-hmm. is on the air now what if we just stayed at our regular time at three and then we'd go on the air during the game
7: have guests and talk to the guest while the game was going
4: talk on. to jeff charles while he, while he's doing the game while he's doing play-by-play but we're not going to do that we're going to be here 10 30 a.m saturday morning on the bud light pregame tailgate and we're with you after the game on the US Sailor Fifth Quarter Collins Show. Mike Houston talked about weather related issues and his football team earlier today at his weekly presser. Let's hear that right now. Cut one.
9: Just want to start out because I know this is going to be a topic uh, throughout the uh, day today and uh, throughout the week. Just, um, you know, obviously a very serious hurricane uh, that is making its way towards uh, the state of Florida and will hit the um, west coast of Florida at some point later this week. And just uh, you know, it's going to probably impact uh, the south, the whole entire southeast at some point over the next week. And just you know, our thoughts and prayers with uh, those that are going to be impacted uh, from this storm. And just you know, you, you pray for safety for everyone, and that uh, you know the damage is minimal. Uh, but uh, you know, you never you never know these things how that's going to be. And so, just uh, uh, understanding that there's uh, you know a pretty serious issue going on. Uh, in the southeast over the next week, so um, <clears throat> you know, obviously, uh, tough home loss the other night. Uh, very good college football game between two really good teams. Uh, pleased with the way the kids played from an effort uh, standpoint and just the way they competed. And uh, you know, the game was, you know, what I expected and uh, you know what you come to expect uh, in a lot of these matchups. Uh, and what you come to expect really in this conference. Uh, and uh, so, you know, just a, a great battle that went back and forth and certainly we had our opportunities uh, at certain times late in the ball game to, uh, to win the game uh, and we're not able to uh, make those plays. Uh, and it came down to the double overtime and, uh, you know, a great play by the kicker from Navy. So, uh, you know, congratulations to them. Uh, hard-fought win. Uh, you know, our guys are obviously disappointed Saturday night uh, but the, you know, not, not a whole lot of time to worry about that. And uh, they've moved on in preparations for South Florida, and in looking at South Florida, uh, an extremely talented roster, uh, all three phases, uh, a lot of experienced guys. Uh, offensive side of the football, uh, you know, Hannon, who was uh, honorable mention All Big Twelve last year at Baylor, led Big Twelve to the led uh, Baylor to the Sugar Bowl last year. Uh, so a very uh, high end. Uh, playmaker at quarterback, dual threat guy. You know, take him and drop him into the talent uh, that South Florida has on offense, that they had on offense from last year's team. You know, most of those guys are back. Uh, and obviously it's going to be a tremendous challenge for us on Saturday. Um, we do expect the players that missed the Louisville game to be back uh, this week. So uh, I do expect them to be at uh, full steam there on offense. Uh, defensively, you look at them, uh, very talented, big up front. You you got the the two transfers there from Minnesota and Missouri on the defensive line. Uh, I think their linebacking core is really, really good. Uh, The secondary, they're long, run well. A lot of older guys there also. Um, You look at special teams. Uh, You know, the kick returner was first team all AAC last year. Uh, Their kicker uh, is having a great year this year, so just a very solid football team on paper. Uh, obviously they've had a challenging schedule and a couple of, uh, a couple of tough losses. Uh, and you just watch, you know, you watch the Florida game and uh, a game that I know that they're kicking themselves because you know, they should have won it at Florida, uh, had the lead late in the game. Uh, and I think you can see you know, just what they're capable of right there. So a tremendous challenge for us on Saturday. Uh, obviously the game is going to be played at an alternate location I think that was just announced. Uh, So, you know, we have already begun preparations for making those adjustments um, and, you know, practice here this week. I expect our guys to practice well. Uh, I would expect us to have a great practice today. Uh, And, uh, you know, we'll make arrangements to uh, be ready to play the game on Saturday.
4: Speaking of those arrangements, Mike Houston was asked what the travel plans look like as of earlier today when he spoke with the media. This was, uh, what, around 1130 this morning. So here's uh, his answer to that question.
9: Everything that we're looking at right now is we do plan to go on Friday. Um, you know, obviously everything that we're doing, uh, the thing that's you know, front and foremost is the, self, uh, the health, and, health and safety of our student athletes and our staff. Um, just making sure everybody you know, has safe travel. Uh, I do think the route uh, that we will be taking uh, should be free of any weather, uh, so I don't think that'll be an issue getting in there on Friday. Uh, and it's supposed to be, you know, really pretty, pretty weather Saturday afternoon.
4: All right. Uh, Newton on the YouTube asks, um, why did they change the game time? Two thirty verse seven. Does it make a difference? Well, I mean, why do we why do we say deer instead of deers? You know, doesn't make a difference. Some qu- some questions just can't be answered. Newton. And that's one of those.
7: Don't have an answer for you. So quit asking. <laughs> So Court after.
4: Uh Mike Houston talked about the lack of a run game against Navy. And uh, Brian Bailey also asked, you know, how many of those plays were, were checks by Holt Nailers at the line of scrimmage. Cut three.
9: Well, the, the checks, uh, you know, throughout the year and throughout uh, the night the other night, you know, those come at the line of scrimmage and those come from preparation. Um, you know, any, any issues in a run game, you look at it and it's not just necessarily one thing. Um, I think it's – you're playing against a very good defensive team that had a good plan. I think that we had some execution uh, uh, situations there with our offensive front. I think we had some execution situations there with our backs. Um, And I think uh, just the combination of the two caused us to not be as successful running the football as we should have been.
4: And uh, let's get a very quick update on Keaton Mitchell. Cut six, Shirley. What did Coach Houston have to say about Keaton? I expect him to practice this afternoon. There you go.
7: Wow. Quick to the point.
4: Asked and answered. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Hear more from Mike Houston coming up at four o'clock. We'll talk to Will Treadway, responsible for designing the ECU homecoming uniforms that have a lot of folks talking. We'll uh, get to know him. Mike Mullis joins us in hour two. Former Pirate tight end Bryce Williams coming up. At 5 o'clock. So we got a lot more to go on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Uh, For the latest breaking news, interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 59,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All
4: right, if you are following our social media at this time, you're seeing a lot of pictures and quotes from Mike Schwartz, East Carolina head basketball coach. We'll have that video and audio for you out very soon. As a little media day action today, Pirates... Practice underway. Uh, and I, I believe I saw him say, I hope we're as good on the court as we think we look because uh, they will be looking pretty fresh with yes. the Pirate Script jersey yes. this year. Uh, year one of Mike Schwartz getting ready to get underway.
8: I'm uh,
4: ready for a little Section 213 action, Chandler. Yeah, me too.
7: I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun.
4: Or is it? You make your own fun. I just love You make it. your own fun. Yes. Yes. We're going to have fun. And we do a good job of that in section 213. Regardless of the score, regardless of the three-point shooting percentage, we're going to be up there doing Regardless our hands- of the turnovers. Yeah. We're going to do- we're going to be up there doing our handshakes. We got handshakes, we yeah. got celebrations. We we make our own fun. We're also adding to it. I think we've added another uh 2 or 3 to Section 213. Yes, and I cannot wait to debut them come (laughs) ECU basketball season. Again, we are just complete psychopaths. And when you're psychotic, uh, everything can be fun. Uh, Even Commanders games on Sundays. Uh, All right, let's get back to Mike Houston. And he talked earlier today at his weekly press conference. And let's go cut seven. Shirley asked about, he was asked about the targeting call that went against Elijah Morse.
9: To me, If that call is not flagged on the field, it would not be initiated from the booth. Um, But with it being flagged on the field, I do think when when you slow it down, you start looking at it, I think there are elements there that are part of the targeting rule. Uh, So there was no way it was going to be overturned. Uh, You know, we teach our kids to you know, to tackle in the strike zone. Obviously with quarterbacks, uh, you know, it's a smaller strike zone because you can't go low, you can't go high uh and so it really created a tough situation there for elijah he was trying to hit the quarterback in the chest the quarterback kind of ducked at the last second and it created the you know the contact that caused the flag so um i think he he was trying to do the best he could uh he we got to try to continue to coach it better he's got to try to continue to execute it better i hate it for that situation all
4: right one positive for east carolina this year has been red zone offense and I don't know, maybe that would have given you some optimism if East Carolina would have gone to that third overtime and then you just trade off two-point conversions. East Carolina's been pretty good scoring down there. Of course, Navy's offense designed to get two, two two-and-a-half, three yards, so might have just gone back and forth for a while there if they'd have made it into that third overtime. But uh, Coach Houston talked about the offense's performance uh, this season in the red zone. Cut eight.
9: Well, obviously we've improved greatly uh, in that area. Um, this year and have had a lot of success there. Um, you know, we, we got the, the one touchdown to, uh, to Ryan. Uh, we had uh, several field goals uh, down there. Uh, the red zone is always challenging because it's condensed space. Uh, and So with condensed space, you know, it makes it uh, you know, a little more stressful. So, uh, you know, I hate we couldn't get the last kick. You know, that was I think the only red, red zone opportunity we didn't score on. So, uh, it is what it is.
4: Cut 11, Shirley, Mike Houston talked about going on the road for the first time this season.
9: Well, I think that, uh, you know, this group has a lot of experience in road games. And, and I think especially, like I said, I think the experience of 2020 uh, and what road games were like in 2020 will help us this weekend. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, I wish we played every game at home. Uh, I'm, I'm partial to our stadium and our fans. Uh, but if you want to do special things and have special seasons, you got to be a good road team. Uh, and so certainly we played well on the road last year, uh, had some big road wins, had some uh, very close road losses. But, uh, you know, I do think those experiences help prepare you for, you know, what this is going to happen, you know, what, what this is going to be this weekend with our first road game.
4: All right, Mike Houston there, I'm getting ready to take his boys on the road. It will not be a normal uh, trip with the weather going on right now, something we're going to keep an eye on all week, but East Carolina, Scheduled to play South Florida 2.30 Saturday in Boca Raton.
7: Pirates get four straight home games to start the season. They finally get a road game. They get to go on the road for the first time all year in October, and it's getting moved everywhere. It's getting moved to a different location. Kickoff's getting uh, a different time. So,
4: I mean, mean, they're going to be ready to roll. Got to be road warriors. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back hour two of Pirate Radio Live on the way. We will meet will treadway he designed the uniforms that have been going all over social media this week east carolina be wearing them uh for homecoming we'll meet the man behind the design talk about uh him what he's up to what he does and uh if you have questions or comments about the unis you can send those in and uh we can talk about them with will we'll get to know him when we return pirate radio live back with you on a tuesday after this
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, Greenville Auto Auto World has a full service and repair facility, brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All
4: right, Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live here on this Tuesday shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt Clip rock here with you we welcome in for the first time will treadway who joins us here inside the pirate radio studios and am i saying is it tread
3: Treadaway. there's yes. an extra
4: a in there that i was missing earlier yes will- uh, a
3: lot of people miss it
4: Treadaway. all right uh will thanks for coming in you uh are now known for the uniform design pirates will be wearing them for homecoming and uh And before we get to all that, let's talk about you uh, a little bit. So give us uh, an update on the life of Will. What do you do, and uh, what's your your day-to-day like?
3: So uh, I'm a senior graphic design major from Charlotte originally. Um, Right now I'm working for the Downeast Wood Ducks as their creative director, so doing a lot of graphic design, photo, video for them. Uh, But before that, I was a creative intern with the ECU Athletics Department, so uh, I met a lot of people over there, kind of learned – a lot of how to do what i do now and um right now my life's a little consumed by this jersey thing uh, (laughs) so as
4: a a creative intern what were you doing at east carolina like what were your duties
3: i was doing a lot of uh social media graphics um i did a lot of like in-game social media so i worked baseball games basketball games football games for uh my first three years here Uh, helping post on social media. And then last football season, I did a little bit of video on the road for them, so that was pretty fun.
4: And this is... I guess somewhat new for an older guy like me, for you, you kind of grew up on this stuff, I guess, social media and then things like that. So, like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to do sports radio, and now, you know, it's like a dinosaur, and we're doing all these other things with YouTube and Facebook and social media, but, like, is this something that, uh, I don't know, you wanted to do as a kid? Like, when did you get into this stuff?
3: Uh, Not at all. So, I really didn't start graphic design until the summer after my senior year of high school. Um, I applied to ECU undecided, not having any idea of what I wanted to do, and then kind of in the summer between high school and college, I, I discovered sports design, and I've always been a huge sports fan, so that's kind of how I started, um, and then I, I'm, a, I'm somewhat self-taught, and then I started interning here, learned a lot, then I changed my major and learned a lot through school. so. Um, After I discovered it, there's no other path I wanted to go.
4: That's awesome. So
3: what uh,
4: are your duties with the Wood Ducks right now as far as creative?
3: Um, Right now I'm the creative director, so I run all the social medias. I kind of handle all of the creative needs. So if anybody needs any sort of graphic design work, photo, video, um, I help with that and uh, try to get fans in the stands
4: awesome uh, i have a, an array of wood ducks hats and maybe you can design some cool ones uh coming up i'm if hoping they... i can <laughs> i'm
3: hoping they'll let me design some jerseys now that they see what i can do yeah really
4: all right so will you are uh tell us about this this contest like how did you get this jersey that you design entered into this thing for a chance to make it a reality how did that come about
3: so i as soon as i heard about the competition this was like a dream come true for me because i i love sports i love ecu football um and i love graphic design so i came up with a million ideas and probably spent too much time working on this so who was the contest open to it was open to graphic design students okay students in the graphic design program at ecu
4: and then um And you heard about this and were like, dude, this is right up my alley. Here. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> all right. And how many ideas, how many mock ups did you have before the final submission?
3: I'll say I probably had four main ones that I were like seriously considering. I had other ideas, but there were really only three or four that I went all the way with. Um and you did post one.
4: Let's see if I can find it here. But it was a black uniform, right? Yes. Yeah, here yeah. you go. It was
3: a skull theme that yeah. um, I actually submitted for a little less than an hour, and then I changed my mind at the last second and submitted <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did because that one won.
4: <laughs> so the idea to go, you call it modern throwback? Yes. So you are incorporating the now with the Pirates, uh, the 1990s with the stripe on the, the jersey and uh, down the leg. Uh, the '70s with the uh, the script on the helmet, and then the '80s with the the block shadow, whatever you call those numerals yeah. uh, on the jersey. So, where did this idea come from?
3: Well, I uh, I've been, always been big into pirate football, you know. So I've seen a lot of people talk about wanting throwback jerseys for a while. You know, I uh, I love the idea of throwback jerseys. It's kind of a kind of a big thing in the design world right now. Um, is making, like, vintage retro. Right. Um, but I also liked the idea of, you know, pirate football being so good back then, and we're kind of coming back into our own rebuilding the program, so I thought it would be a good good way to show that we've grown over the years. All right, and uh, the uniform
4: looks awesome. If there's one complaint, Will, it's about the dreaded white helmet. Why a white helmet?
3: Well, you know what? People say pirates don't wear white, and I understand that. But, I also think a pirate wouldn't be scared of a curse if there was a curse, I think a pirate would want to break the curse. So you know I think it's about time we break that white helmet curse. <laughs> you are really tempting fate here uh, but uh
4: no, it looks great did did you have so even in your your black jersey design, black uh, tops, bottoms, you had a white helmet was the white helmet always gonna be
3: involved with Not your or always. Okay. But I mean, on one hand, we already have purple helmets, we yeah. already have black helmets. Um, you know, white helmets look very good. I know the the reputation they have with ECU football, yeah. but um, you know, that that really doesn't translate on the field. It's it it doesn't correlate to a to a curse, but you know, I'd like my helmet to be the one that breaks that curse. Uh,
4: how, how's the feedback you've received? It's
3: very, very good. Yeah. I was, I was worried. Um, really, the only negative feedback I've gotten is the white helmet. But, you know, we, we wore them last week just with different stickers on them. Did it bum
4: um, you out that—so this was a planned release on Sunday. Did it bum you out that they lost a few hours before so everybody was still angry about that? It
3: did, <laughs> yes. Uh, it would have been nice to get the win before. Um, and, you know, I saw some people saying, really, we decided to, to post these after a loss? And I was like, well, I, I designed them almost an entire year ago. Uh, so there was no connection to the loss whatsoever, but— um yeah, the loss was unfortunate.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that video of the player seeing him for the first time, you had to be a, a proud father as you were unveiling your child to yes. the uh, the team there.
3: Yes. I Unfortunately, I didn't get to go see <clears throat> their reaction. Um, but when I saw the video, that, that I really enjoyed that.
4: And by the way, again, yeah. I hate that I have to keep saying this, but for the people that say, I wish they'd spend less time on uniforms and more time practicing, and you think you're making a good point when really you're not, this is a dude. This is a guy named Will. He's not on the team. He doesn't need to practice. He doesn't need to hit or tackle today. He he designed the uniforms. The players didn't have any input in it. Yeah. They did not uh, think about this for one moment. So I uh, just wanted to get that out there. Yeah,
3: There is no correlation <laughs> between the uh, social media teams and the design teams and the actual football that goes on. Uh, well,
4: this is uh, nice to add to the old resume, I would imagine. The, yes. The... Uh, And it's pretty cool. So, like, um, I don't know. Did you? You said you've always been a pirate fan, but let's face it, you're not a very old gentleman. (laughs) So you've only seen these in videos, and markings, and pictures, and things. But uh, like, where did you see these? Are these like available to you in the creative room in there? Like, when, when, you know, to come up with all that.
3: Uh, So doing my research was actually pretty tough to find you know, images of old pirate uniforms. I've obviously seen the peach bowl uniforms with the stripes on the sleeves, which I think are very popular. Yeah. Um, I really wish we could have worn them against NC state. That would have been, uh, that would have been great. But, um, yeah, I, I just Googled really, I, I came up with the idea before, um, I actually started doing research. So I knew what I was looking for beforehand. Um, and yeah, that's how it went.
4: Do you, uh, Care to share your other designs or does that – do
3: you not want to unveil those? One other design I had was similar to the modern throwback but an all-white version of it. So rather than the purple jersey, it would have been a white jersey. And then rather than the white stripes on there, they would have switched to purple. Um, So that was a cool one. And then the all-bones theme that I posted on my Twitter was one that I, I really liked. And then I thought about another all black, kind of like a city edition one that said Greenville on it. Oh, yeah. Um, which I thought would have been pretty cool, you know, because I feel like a lot of people don't even know that ECU is in Greenville.
4: Or Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. East, yeah, you're yeah. right.
3: Or they'll call us Eastern Carolina. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah those are popular like in the NBA. And, mm-hmm. and also, let's see. Is, does georgia tech have atlanta uni- no georgia state i believe has atlanta uniforms. i know
3: smu has a dallas yeah one. yeah that is very so we're cool. starting to see that. that's kind of where i got the idea for the for the greenville one
4: yeah well uh well good stuff will uh keep up the good work man so you got woodies and you're trying to when do you uh, graduate from east carolina
3: uh it delayed my graduation a little bit so i just started my senior year so i'll probably need an extra semester all right um hopefully next december
4: hey live it up as long as you can the real world stinks (laughs) oh yeah so keep being a kid uh well nice to meet you man you got a a bright future certainly do you want to you say you love sports is this something you want to do from here on out you want to be involved in sports design some way
3: absolutely yeah uh right now i have an awesome job that i love working for a professional baseball team and i kind of want to stay in the world of professional sports um doing what i do now baseball is probably my favorite sport baseball and football um so i just kind of want to you know, keep progressing. Hopefully make it to the uh, the big leagues one day.
4: Awesome. As a uh, so you're a Charlotte native? Charlotte you said? native. Are
3: yes. you so you a Panthers fan? I am a Panthers fan. How about baseball? Uh I'm a Yankees fan, huge Yankees fan. How'd that happen? I grew up playing baseball and I was a giant Derek Jeter fan i right. just stuck with him. Um they're stressful. They're stressful to watch.
4: Well, yeah, maybe in your <laughs> era. In my era, they won all the time and were super annoying, yeah. but that didn't won as much lately. So uh, this could be the year with Aaron Judge going insane. Um, good stuff, man. You a Hornets fan?
3: I am a Hornets fan.
4: We need some uh, bright minds in that organization. So if you yes. get a job with them, yeah. that would help us out. I
3: don't know how I feel about the Clifford uh, hiring. Yeah.
4: It's so lame. Get rid <laughs> of them, bring them back after a couple of years, and just pretend it never happened. I don't know, man. Everything they do, I question. But anyway. Will uh thanks for joining us, man. Uh, we'll be on the lookout for what's next from, from Will uh Treadaway. Awesome. Thank you. All right, bud. There is uh Will Treadaway joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. We'll take a timeout, come back live more to go on this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Bryce Williams joining us coming up at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll see if we can get Mike Mullis on the Pit Electric live line here in just a moment. But uh, Chandler, did you say you have a stat to consider? Yes, I do. I love stats to consider. Stats yes, I do. Consider.
7: We are coming down the home stretch of Major League Baseball regular season. True. Braves are back in the playoffs for the second straight year. Absolutely.
4: Well, longer than that, but yeah.
7: yeah well, I'm sorry,
4: but much much longer. Just saw
7: than that. a uh, a tweet. From everything georgia you
4: got a big build-up going here for this stat
7: the atlanta braves are eight games away from completing a 162 game season without a sacrifice bunt it has never happened in baseball history
4: interesting i would like to present that stat to our guest on the pit electric live line can you repeat that uh for mike mullis i sure can everything on georgia Has tweeted out
7: that the Atlanta Braves are eight games away from completing a 162 game season without a sacrifice bunt. If so, if it happens, it will be the first time in major league history or in baseball history.
4: Mully, as a a baseball lifer, what do you think about that stat?
7: I'm not surprised. I'm actually more surprised.
0: It's the Braves. I mean, that's pretty unbrave-like.
4: It is unbrave-like. They are swinging for the fences, just as everyone is. In Major League Baseball in uh, in 2022, a lot of K's, a lot of dingers. Aaron Judge uh, looking for some American League history, Mully, as he's got a few games left to to try to uh, to reach a milestone. You've been uh, following these home run chases with uh, Poolholst and Judge. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean,
0: obviously the Poolholst deal, seven hundred is a big deal. Um, uh, the Judge thing, I mean, it's. 61. I mean, we've seen this, and uh, yeah, know, it, it, if they if they want to uh, devalue the home run by having everybody hit them, don't expect people to jump up and down for, for us to see something we've already seen
4: before. I agree, and it the, the more remarkable thing to me is how in front of he is uh, on everybody else in the league. And let me see where Schwarber is now. Schwarber's at 42, Judge at 60. So he's still 18 above the uh, second-place guy there. And I guess uh, Mike Trout is at 37. He's got the second most in the American League. So that's uh, that's pretty impressive. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've seen these numbers before. It's just – and now, did I see that uh, – were Bonds and A-Rod talking uh, during Sunday Night Baseball? Uh, Barry Bonds is a guy that's just been completely out of the limelight since his career ended. He's been – off camera, I hadn't seen much of him at all, but uh, I believe he was with a Rod the other night on TV.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, and I, you know, I also find it interesting that even, you know, we a lot of folks were so unwilling to accept the whole steroid era thing. Yeah, but now, but now that is what's supposed to gloss over this this deal, like this is the most home runs by non steroid. I mean, come on. It, I, I don't. Again, and you, you mentioned it a few weeks back. Like, hey, and uh, uh, it just doesn't seem like anybody's real excited. Matter of fact, I think it's probably inconvenience people more than anything. When you're, you know, watching a college football game and they, you know, split screen you to watch. Yeah. You know, Judge swinging for sixty one. It's it's not seventy three.
4: Well, I said it, it the other day. I was enjoying Wake Forest, Clemson, and look, it's not a huge deal. It was a split screen and everything, but. Uh, I would much rather watch a week three college football game, week four college football games, than Aaron Judge in the batter's box. That's where I'm at right now, anyway.
0: No, I, I agree with you. And I, you know, if he's not a Yankee, is this even – I think it's even being talked about less. Uh, but, I mean, you know, good for him. It, it's great. It's, it's perfectly timed, uh, seeing as how he's getting ready to get paid more than, you know, anybody in the world. Uh, you know, with his contract situation. So, I mean, good, good, good on him. I definitely think the pool still is a bigger deal. The problem is 700, 700 going forward with any player that has any longevity, uh, that's going to be challenged regularly, uh, unfortunately, unless, you know, unless the game reverts somehow. But I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's good. I mean, but it's kind of much to do about nothing to me.
4: Chandler, when did the uh, playoffs begin in Major League Baseball? Take when, a guess. When they? Yeah. What do you think? When you got?
7: When do I have them? I have no idea. <laughs> My team's out of it, so I don't care anymore. Yeah, he,
0: he, he's not doing this, so you'll wait till the start of the playoffs to answer the question.
4: Uh, when do you think they begin?
7: Late October.
4: How about next Friday, pal? Wow. We're pretty close. That was my wow. whole point of this exercise. Wow. That it's closer than I thought and uh, much closer than Chandler thought. Yeah. yeah. Mully, I'm sure, knew the date. He's got it oh, circled yeah, he on knew. his calendar. Right, Molly?
0: Well, I mean, I knew that there were 19 games left 14 days ago, so I could pretty well back into the
7: fact the playoffs will be starting the next week or so. And I did just read a tweet that said that there was eight more regular season <laughs> games, so I probably should have known, too.
4: We are uh, coming down the stretch here on the uh, regular season, MLB playoffs, everything kind of crossing over. We just, uh, we talked to Mike uh, Schwartz a moment ago, some uh, pirate radio folks, and we'll have those videos and audio for you coming up here on the show and on social media. So kind of that crossover season where everything's about to be going on at the same time. That includes football, uh, Mully, that includes pirate football. Uh, What was your take on ECU's loss to Navy on Saturday night?
0: Uh, well, I mean, well, it's probably nothing earth shattering. Uh, obviously, a game that that should have been won. I just wondered if Coach Schwartz mentioned the uniforms. That seems to be uh, maybe we'll get a basketball uniform release here shortly because we certainly uh, we certainly know what the guys are wearing now. We don't not exactly sure how they're going to play, but uh, but we're you know and, and the uniforms are fire and ice and all this stuff. But I don't know, man. To me, all that stuff's good if you win and when you lose, it looks. It doesn't look great. The optics aren't wonderful.
4: But it has nothing to do with on the field performance. It's just no.
0: But 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 the correlation is it's like hey let's let's worry a little bit about a little less about that a little more
6: about you know.
4: And if you think that way, you're not very intelligent. They're not worried about the uniforms, Molly. You know that. Why are you? Are you one of those people? So you're telling me that with the barrage of social media as it
0: relates to this new uniform. That they're not worried about the uniforms?
4: (laughs) Holt Nailers? No, Holt Nailers is not worried about the uniform.
0: I I am a subscriber to look good, play good.
4: No, uh, the players aren't worried about them.
0: You know know who else ain't worried about them? Me. I'm
4: tired of hearing about them. Good. You shouldn't care about them. We're old men. It's not for us.
0: Yeah, what are you screaming about?
4: I don't know. It just irritates me. Happy
7: birthday, Chandler, by the way.
4: Thanks, Molly. I do
7: appreciate that text the other day. Can you read I, your text? I, oh, sure. Uh, I you, would be glad can to. Can you read
4: it in Mully's voice?
7: Um, Let's see. Molly, Mully, 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 where are you at? Here it is. So I'm sitting there tailgating, enjoying the day with my family, and I look down, and I say, oh, my gosh, there's Mully texting me. And he says, day off for your birthday. Had to go early to get into Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Happy birthday, big guy!
4: <laughs> Great Chuck E. Cheese reference yeah. there, Molly. That was good. Thank
7: you. <laughs> and then he also said, uh, "You better do something nice for your teammates next week. They are killing you on the air."
4: I didn't think we went that bad on him, Molly. Were we going too harsh on him?
0: Oh no, no, no! I've I, I, never did I say too harsh. Yeah, no. I just said y'all are killing. Yeah,
7: yeah. Well, I'm used to that now.
4: I'm here and there. Uh but look, man, he's a guy. He shows up every day. He'll be here tomorrow, ready. To- wait you won't be here tomorrow right Yeah,
7: i will be here tomorrow because tomorrow's wednesday
4: how about thursday
7: I, I, Dang. yeah yeah I you, tr- you up my tried joke.
4: you tried buddy i messed you up tried. my joke <laughs> he won't be here thursday i screwed it up that's uh, on me man. all
7: right molly uh what's well, so, the reason why i'm not going to be here thursday is because games are being moved up in high school football yeah so what is there an effect there in middle
4: school football molly when's your game are we calling you on game day molly no, no, we don't know
0: yet. I think we'll know when I pick the boys up at practice today. There was some discussion about moving them to Wednesday. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what, you know, if that decision's been made yet. So, you know, I I I, I they're going to play. I just it just depends upon tomorrow, Thursday.
4: All right. Uh keeping an eye on of course the uh the storm, Hurricane Ian, and it has moved uh Pitt County high school football around and uh has moved this east carolina game around they're gonna be playing in boca raton also moved the kickoff time from 7 p.m to 2 30 p.m on saturday mike houston said today mully look uh we went through a covid year where we didn't play in front of crowds so we're kind of used to it this one's uh not going to be any different on saturday it's going to be a, an eerie environment though after east carolina's had some good home crowds uh not going to be playing in front of many people at all this saturday
0: no, look, man, I just think about the logistics. So it's also, to me, terribly unfortunate that the first road game of the year comes under these circumstances because there's going to be nothing normal about it. And you got to think, man, there's probably a number of these young guys that either have had very limited flying experience, maybe even no flying experience, and a little unsettling to think we're going to fly kind of uh, you know, to 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 a place where a hurricane has come from, and I'm sure there'll be some effect. But I, you know, look, they've got it worked out. They're chartering, and I'm I'm sure they'll have a uh, route that'll take them around it. But it it's got a chance to be a little nasty as they're leaving here. Uh, what third, uh, Friday, so I don't know, man. It's tough, but it, it, it's nature of the beast. And it, you know, what to me, it, it further goes to show what a business that college football is. That like, there was never really a discussion of not playing this game. It's like, alright, we got to figure out
2: where we're going to play this
4: football game. Yeah, are we going to play in Tampa? Are we going to play in Greenville? No, we can move it to Boca Raton. You're right. It was, uh, it wasn't a, let's, uh, let's just cancel the thing. As far as here, Molly, and I've looked at it some, but, like, what are they saying right now as far as weather here in eastern North Carolina? Are well, we going to get a wind, rain a little bit? Yeah, uh, you
0: know, with the remnants, I mean, yeah. you know, just wet and sloppy and um, yeah, I think it will be tough to reschedule here. I think it's going to be really. I mean, the, the most interesting one to me is uh, game day at Clemson yeah. and a seven o'clock start time on Saturday night. So that could be a uh, that could be a real mess. But you know, I guess Florida State had uh, Florida State had to move and
4: so Florida State, where I think they moved to Thursday, and then the Florida Gators moved to Sunday. If I got that right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's right. So I, you know, look, man, it's you know, you do what you have to do, and you it, 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 look, I. I listened uh, yesterday, as as I uh, so often do, and it's so funny to me uh, the the level of coach speak that these young players. Hey, we're going to control what we can control. Uh, you know, the, the, we're, we're going to get back to work. I mean, it, but but as it relates to this weather, I mean, it was like, hey, and, and as a player, you, I mean, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You you do want to kind of figure out what your schedule is going to be, but at the same time, you know, hey, if we if we're going to leave. You know, we're gonna leave Friday. We're gonna play Saturday afternoon. I mean, it is what it is. Let's just, you know, let's strap it on and go play. Obviously, you're right, man. That the atmosphere there, or lack thereof, is gonna be is gonna be certainly interesting. Uh, but um, you know, they'll, they'll again, both teams are gonna have to deal with it. And I just, you know, hope that uh, hope that the, the 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 folks down in Tampa and, and all of us come out of this thing, uh, you know, as unscathed as possible.
4: Mully, Mike Mullis joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line. We saw some some good quarterback play on Sunday and some really bad QB play, as we see every week in the NFL. But Justin Fields completing like eight passes in a Chicago Bears win over the Texans. And then you got Russell Wilson and Jimmy G looking awful on Sunday night. And I don't know, Mully, even... Even the old veterans, uh, Brady, which uh, Rodgers had a decent game, but Tom Brady, nobody really to throw to down in Tampa. There's, there's a lot of bad quarterback play out there in the NFL week to week.
0: You know what? And I thought the NFL missed a great opportunity to have a marquee game where the weather wouldn't be such a uh, such have such a bearing over the result with. Miami and Buffalo. I mean, at least let's play that game at night to where it's not ninety nine degrees at game
4: time. Well they need to do something where they can do they can adjust the schedules earlier in the season because this week you got Buffalo and Baltimore. And you want to talk about quarterbacks that are playing well, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. It'd be nice if they could just slide that one into the evening, Molly.
0: Well, and I'm even saying more from a standpoint of even if it wasn't T V coverage, just that that heat in Miami I mean oh,
4: yeah.
2: huge
0: effect on that football game and I mean look Josh Allen what do you have 90 what did he do you call 93 to 96 times something like that I mean he threw – I mean that's that's two 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 games worth of worth of pass attempts uh but I you know you're right that the, the quarterback play that that freaking that Russell Wilson and uh and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo pillow fight was just awful. Awesome.
4: Ah well, we can't move games cause of weather, Molly. But we can send teams to London, and uh, our first London game of the year is coming up 9:30 a.m. on Sunday. Vikings at Saints. Not a fan of these games.
0: I'll be honest with you. If you hadn't have just told me, I wouldn't never have known. Yeah, and I would have been. I would have been looking at it, going, "Where do they play? What? I mean, what's the deal here? Why they? You know, why are they already done? It is very
4: strange. Yeah. All you, all your preview shows are going on, and you you're eating breakfast or whatever, doing your Sunday morning routine, and there's a game going on. It just it doesn't seem right.
0: Well, you could try church this Sunday. That'd be different. I mean, go to church, and then by the time you get out, the games will be regular, and you'll you'll not feel affected by anything.
4: Yeah, I know all those stories, Bible stories, and the the hymns. What's your favorite church hymn, Molly?
0: I mean, are we really going favorite church hymns? Yes,
4: we are. Because standing on the promises of God is a classic. Yeah.
0: I mean, you got to go. Amazing Grace has got to be up there. Yeah, that's lame. I like the ones that are, uh, you know, kind of timeless. And, uh, yeah, there's just a number of them. I mean, can you have a least favorite church hymn?
4: I didn't ask if you could. I asked your favorite. You're taking this down a negative road.
0: Then I would say open the book, and whichever one you open it to, I'll like that one.
4: <laughs> I like uh, He Lives, too, because there's like a breakdown. It's kind of up tempo, and then it slows down with the. You ask me how I know he lives. Yeah, that's he, good, Clipper. He lives within my heart. Yeah, All right. I'd, uh, probably,
0: probably leave that to the pros.
4: Yeah, uh, my mom used to play piano in the church, Molly. That's good. So I, I knew my hymns. All right. Um, anything else? What's going? On? Any golf related news we need to know about?
0: Uh, you know the, the USA Texas Cup was, was kind of a kind of a whitewashing like we thought it would be. And uh, Kevin Kisner, I think he kind of stole the show. Not so much uh, what he did on the golf course because they only had half a point, but his uh, his press conferences and his his willingness to accept the role of being the uh, the old dude on the team, but the dude who leads the charge when it comes to partying and having a good time. Uh, he definitely, uh, you know, his his character came out, and I think some of that he might be thinking he's going to make a play for that uh, for that pup money or whatever they call it, where the you know the player. Money oh yeah. Comes out, so
4: yeah. Well, dang, they've lo- i forgot all about that. They've lost some uh, pretty popular guys. So yeah. Uh, was he the one that had the quote? I guess he was Molly about the uh, I'm playing with the world's best golfers and the world's most boring partyers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep, yeah, That was him, and he, you know, he. Of course, he was. You know, he he's got that the, the Southern draw thing going on. He's got the whole I want to say he played at Georgia. I mean, he's got the whole deal, uh, and 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 it, it appears that he he enjoys celebrating. He and Max Homer, Max Homer tweeted out, uh, I guess Monday morning, feeling rough. So I, I take it that they must have had a uh, a good time post round celebrating their uh, celebrating their victory.
4: Mike Mullis joining us. Pit Electric Live Line. Mully, always great to talk with you, man. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll check in with you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. There is Mully, man, on the Pit Electric Live Line. Pit Electric, your trusted electrical partner since 1981 and Eastern North Carolina's premier electrical contractor for the past 40 plus years. Pit Electric is hiring. Join their team today by going to pitelectric.com. And I think uh, folks out there can. Maybe take something away from our chats with Mully. We don't always see eye to eye. We don't always get along. Sometimes I yell at him. He, he makes me yell. I
7: got a little then, worried there. And then says, what,
4: what you yelling at, bud? Like Like he didn't make me yell at him. <laughs> I think that's called gaslighting, right? I think Mully gaslights me. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, But at the end of the day, we're pals, man. We can we can disagree about stuff. And I wish to that, that. And I, we still love each other. And we do that. Me and
7: you do that all the time. And
4: I love you. And I love
7: you, too. Buddy. Shirley, and, love you. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of times where me and you bicker yeah. here on this show, and we yell at each other. And then sometimes it gets very ugly, Clip.
4: But at the end of the day. Sometimes I think you're the dumbest human being <laughs> ever to walk the earth. And I respect that. And I respect that. and But at the end of the day, we're, we're giving hugs. <laughs> we're, we're hugging
7: we're, it up. We're hugging it up.
4: So, uh, I big huggers. Look, I'm not saying you should listen to us or take anything, but we're giving you little, little crumbs here to pick up, little, you know, to add to your everyday life, free advice that's and good. to your relationships. And, uh, Hey, we're smiling. That's all I'm saying. Are you smiling? I'm
7: smiling. We're smiling. I'm smiling. Are you smiling I'm out smiling, there? Baby.
4: We're smiling. You know, what would make us smile even more.
7: If you, uh smash those
4: likes yeah a little smash a little smashy smash
7: not too bad on youtube today we got
4: 10 people watching yeah 10 more watchers viewers than we do likes get them up so we need to get that number up uh on the uh facebook side we've got more likes than we do viewers so we need to get the viewers up but the likes are in a good spot that's good that
7: means people came and liked and then left but maybe they have something to do maybe they'll come back later Maybe they're going to go tell a friend to go smash the like
4: and smash the sub. Tyler M. introduced uh, the show to his brother and says he's a fan. Thanks, Tyler. Awesome. Appreciate that. So uh, let's get those likes going. Let's get the subs going, man. Why don't you subscribe and A, do it because we're asking you nicely and you like us, but B, do it because you want to know when the new Mike Schwartz interview drops. That's very important. You want to know right when we post... Our Donnie Kirkpatch. you got you want to hear what Donnie has to say this week, right? After trashing him Saturday night, well, we'll have that video up for you on Wednesday, and you'll be the first to know if you subscribe to Pirate Radio TV. People think that we're asking you to do this to benefit
7: us. <laughs> you're wrong. That's where you're wrong, folks. Yeah. If you think that way, you're wrong because we are wanting you to be benefited. We want you to know when things are going on. There's a lot of there's a lot going on
6: right now.
2: Help especially yourself.
7: Today. Yeah. Today we found out that. The ECU versus South Florida game is going to be moved to Boca Raton. We found out to the, that the kickoff is no longer 7 o'clock. It's 2.30. We also have the first day of ECU basketball, media day, and practice. And we're giving that all to you here on our Pirate Radio social media, media platforms, including YouTube. So we want you to like. We want you to subscribe so you know what's going on in the Pirate Nation.
4: Get, give, give, give. I mean, we are like that fat man that rolls around December 25th yeah. and just throws pri- uh, toys and presents down and, the yeah, chimney and prize you can say prizes and mm-hmm. we ask for very little in return yeah. very very minimal effort on your part in return
7: we want you to be benefited folks
4: get the likes up get the subs up and uh and let's roll all right let's get a break in we'll come back one more segment to go here hour two of pirate radio live bryce williams joins us at five o'clock got more mike houston on tap a lot more to go. We're back with you after this.
1: You're listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by first bank together with our customers we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive visit the first bank location on arlington boulevard in greenville for all your personal and business banking needs now back to the show
8: Welcome back Uh, Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or Spotify. You can subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now, let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff All
4: Alrighty, back with you Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday Dolphins are undefeated And uh, their fans don't know how to act. Saw a video. I know how to act. Well, do you?
8: Yes.
4: Saw a video posted online. Come on, we
8: have sucked for so long.
4: Yeah, but does that mean you have to have strippers at your tailgate before the game? I I mean, mean, yes,
8: yes, 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 yes. 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 So I'm
4: wrong
7: here. Yes, Yes. you are in the
6: wrong.
4: Wow. The answer
8: is yes.
7: Get the strippers out. We're three and zero, baby. Look,
8: call the strippers. Call Chippendales. Call Rescue (laughs) Rangers. I don't care if we want to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate. We had the suckage that we have had to put up with for so long, and we are finally looking like a decent football team i don't care
4: this is not the uh slimmest body i've ever seen i mean could i chunk in the trunk and it looks very lucrative maybe i should bones? get into this business is
8: this jello wrestling
4: uh there's uh, a lot going on at that miami dolphins tailgate so good for them is that
8: outside or inside
4: well it's outside but they're under a tent so i'm glad they thought of the safety you know we need to get some shade here so. It, well, Probably some yeah, fans in it there. W- it fans. was hot
8: on uh, Sunday.
4: That would be a heck of a, an experience if you're walking by with your kid, his first NFL game. And uh,
8: <laughs> dad, what's that? <laughs> oh my god!
4: I believe Shippers. we've got. Uh, I think, son, they call that twerking. <laughs> that is uh that's a twerk there.
7: <laughs> Pre-game twerk.
4: But look, it's a good luck dance. Independent contractors making money.
8: You know, hey, the, tough you economy. Do, hey, look, you got to do what you got to do. You know, inflation is kind of out of control right I, now. I'm looking so. for
4: another side gig myself. I don't think it's going to be that, but if anybody's interested, let me know.
8: Yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'd throw my back out.
4: <laughs> oh, physically, I couldn't do that. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I would have to I'd, do... I'd pull
8: a hammy. Uh, you know, it it, it wouldn't look pretty. How
4: about I uh, strip down to my long johns and do the Charleston?
8: Oh, my gosh.
7: <laughs> Can
8: you do that at my birthday
7: tailgate next year?
4: Put on some 1940s, and uh, I'm going to show you a little how to yeah, cut a rug. Yeah, going to cut a rug here today. A In little my, game day cutting make, rug. Make,
8: make sure it's beige. Me
4: and my friend Lon, long underwear.
8: <laughs> like that off-white color? What do they call it, eggshell? Yeah,
4: just the prettiest <laughs> color out there. All right. So there you go. I um, wonder what the tailgates will be like at Boca Raton on Saturday.
7: I was, I'm going to say dead. i want
4: to
2: say very dull.
7: I'm going to say very scarce. Scarce. I don't think there's going to be a lot going on outside of that stadium in Boca Raton. Now, I
8: I have read, like I was reading on social media because we had posted it on our social media. I was looking at the comments. Now, there are a few people down in the Florida area that plan to attend the game. Um, So... You know uh, that are that are on that side of of the state of Florida that they can actually make the game, and that's of course assuming that uh, you know they fare much better than what they're projecting right now. So, yeah,
4: I, I know that feeling too. It was years ago, and ECU had a Saturday off. Either I guess due to the weather, the game got moved, or maybe they were on the road. I don't recall, but I just remember well they they wouldn't have played because i was off of work but they i remember being like stuck inside with the hurricane for like from wednesday to friday Mm -hmm. night or whatever and then that saturday making it out to O'Cools to watch some football was like the greatest feeling ever so if everything you know we we hope for the best but if there are people there on saturday that like went through that and are like man we gotta we gotta get back to life we gotta find something fun to do uh, head on out to Boca Raton and go watch a football game. Yeah, that if you're available be a bad to get idea. there.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, Michael Winstead says uh, Isaiah Winstead's dad, faithful listener, keep up the great work. Sorry you had to come in during that Miami Dolphins stripper segment, there, sir. Yeah, but uh, thanks for tuning <laughs> yeah, we're, in. We're, we're sorry sorry about that. That. We are big fans of your son, uh, both on the field and off the field, and uh, it's becoming one of my favorite Monday segments. Just asking Isaiah non-football questions. Because he's a very interesting dude. Yes,
7: and he enjoys it more than talking football. He wants to just get away from football. I think for, so. I think he wants to just get away from football. It's talk some non-football stuff. So now from here on out for the rest of the season, I guess we're going to have to try to come up with some non-football questions and see what he's going to answer. We're going
4: to talk about his highlight play on the field briefly. Yes. And then get to some non-football
7: stuff. He's going to talk about it briefly. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk about it because he's so I humble. Mean, we,
8: yeah, because but, they, they, yeah. like you said, he's very interesting. And uh, we learned a lot about him yesterday. You're going to learn a lot about Isaiah Winstead on this show. And uh, that was a reference, by the way. Yes. And, That's uh, good radioing. Yep.
4: It's pretty good.
8: And uh, we pretty learned pretty that good. he likes Scooby-Doo. That's one of his favorite cartoons. <laughs> yeah. He thinks that Scrappy-Doo, you know, ruined the show like I do. He
7: ruined
4: it. He likes and, uh, uh, little, uh, L- little, little Papa. Papa. Little, little Papa.
8: As opposed to Loves Big Papa. Papa. And uh, what was the other thing that I thought was uh, very interesting? He's
4: a Mortal Kombat guy. We learned Mortal that.
8: Mortal Kombat guy. Oh, it just He doesn't read my mind. much,
7: but he's always open to taking suggestions.
4: He does not eat Chinese food. Does not, not like has. that at all.
8: Yeah. And,
7: he's, oh. and he said, I'm definitely not going for the pizza buffet.
4: Not going for pizza.
8: Oh, it just absolutely slipped my mind.
7: Something that we learned about Isaiah Winstead
4: This is like Chuck Norris facts, but they're Isaiah Winstead facts and surely can in. I'm so a I'm fact. so mad
8: at myself cuz I had it in my head I was because the the cartoon thing was going to lead into it and I just drew a blank.
4: Yeah, don't know. Let me know if it comes back to you. Yep. Matt is not a fan of the 2:30 kickoff. You know why? Why is that, Matt? He says the fifth quarter callers will not be drunk enough.
2: And
7: that's okay with us <laughs> and, yeah. and, that, and that's okay with us that's
4: good for us bad for the listeners i guess when the fifth quarter callers are not inebriated not juiced up
7: enough there might be some that are you know toast by five o'clock five thirty yeah saturday.
4: if you can't get drunk by five thirty that's on you and look, not the we- us
7: the weather's going to be bad in eastern north carolina so a, yeah. a lot of people are going to be staying at home they, i mean people might be like me and crack one open around 12 12 30 on saturday and, but you and do that every by, saturday and, uh, open up a can of beer yeah well i mean when i'm here i'm not
4: open up an old uh can of beer <laughs> a can of beer can of beer here yeah.
7: but uh especially chandler I
4: think, I think and i'll give you permission to do this i think you should just get hammered on saturday Right i'll do it while as you're long here as,
7: if somebody can come pick me up from my house and no I, yeah we'll have you safe ride yes yes i'll do it and i'll, do it. I'll
4: and we'll, get hammered and we'll have like the ha- the chandler hammer cam oh yeah on the whole I'm gonna time be hammered like this and he's gonna be struggling over there while we do the fifth quarter
7: yeah you're gonna be wondering why the I, graphics not up and why the how
4: do you feel about up. that shirley
8: i don't think i want to be on this side oh yeah of you're glass. sitting right beside him because so. <laughs> he'd be like hey shirley hey shirley hey shirley Shirley. I, yeah. Shirley,
2: Shirley. I Shirley, I love you. I love oh you. I got I got, I love on. you, sis.
4: I love you,
7: sis. <laughs> I, got
2: I got taste. You're on. my
7: favorite. You're my favorite ever. <laughs> You're my favorite ever. Oh, that's oh
4: actually a great idea. And,
2: and I'll just be
7: looking at you. Shirley, like, oh, yeah. I love you. Lex
4: and Terry used to do Drunk B Friday. We can do Drunk Chandler Saturday. We did have
7: a show on Pirate Radio, like the
4: miller light sports bar back in the day yeah they a long were, time ago yeah
8: that was ages ago
4: yeah but we, everybody we weren't hammered or anything. I, I was on that show as a ecu student like an intern and we'll come on and uh drink some bears with the boys drink bears with the boys talked were you old to, enough talk some sports yeah i was old enough i was a student until i was like 32
7: all right <laughs> I <mean>, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that
4: technically 23 <laughs> way too old to be a student um but
7: yeah I'll, I'll be hammered if you want me to don't you ain't got to tell
8: me twice i didn't turn 21 until my senior year i
7: did too i did too
8: of college and
4: man oh uh, see i was uh because
8: i was a late baby
7: 519 saw me tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday night the week i turned 21 oh wow
4: i was like a early wait well, i was 18 for um most of my senior year of high school yeah well I, like an early ba- or late but ba- whatever
8: I tell yeah, you what. Cause It used to be that there was, a, there was a week in October that if your birthday fell on a certain date, if it was before that certain date, you started kindergarten that year. If your birthday was after that date, you started the year after. So since my birthday was in October 13th, I, th- I want to say it was like October 6th or something like that. And uh, if your birthday was before October 6th, you started that year if it was after the sixth you started the next year so a lot of the people that i went to school with you know that were in the same class were a year older than i was so i'm the young buck of all, of all of my friends
4: i was the same way chandler uh tyler says yes hammered Chan-man. Uh tyler's a fan I, we probably a- we should we can't have you like maybe on a mic i don't know how we should do this though for like legal purposes Maybe we should just, we uh, check with
8: HR first before we <laughs> decide we're going to do this. I say, or at we, least check I, with HR so nah, that we can. because
4: it's better to apologize than to ask for permission. Yeah, so let's just do
8: okay, it. Okay,
7: fair. Can y'all take the bl- Can y'all take the blame though? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
4: this is like peer pressure at its
7: finest. I mean, you're actually telling me to get drunk on a live <laughs> sports talk radio show, and i and I'm down. That's the thing. I'm down i'm down so i should be in trouble too for accepting it. i should be a responsible adult and say no but <laughs> i'm not even thinking about saying no i want to say yes go for it you I, only live I, I once say,
8: i say all the time one of these days i'm going to be in a, a responsible adult but today is not that day
7: i think uh if you want me to be hammered on saturday smash the like smash the sub do it right now
4: i oh, think this set is set a number probably one of those great ideas that we won't go through with but it sounds it sounds fun
8: I tell you what it sounded we should do. Good at the time.
7: And, hey, we, this, I tell you what we should do. What and, and, and clip? Congratulations, by the way, over a year of, of being sober. Uh, but a watch along that we do in the new, whether it's for football, whether it's for basketball or baseball. I think that would be a good time, a good opportunity for me to get just absolutely
4: annihilated
7: annihilated
4: you Anni- know what? he
8: hasn't had anything. the great thing
4: about chandler he didn't even have to drink Anni- to not be able to speak correctly. Annihil-
8: annihilated annihilated uh
4: we have Inepriated. talked about doing a uh watch along with bryce williams at some point soon and uh we will Ooh. be speaking to him momentarily
7: yes uh i wouldn't mind having some cold snacks with uh bryce williams
4: give me see if he can come by this saturday
7: sure you want to break
4: it out this saturday
7: yeah i think we should split a case let's me and him split a suitcase
4: all right we'll uh we'll see if he's 12 for each see if he's available to uh to do that all right let's get a break
8: if it was if i drank
7: oh that's that's rookie numbers come on
4: we will come back lightweight expecting the arrival of one bryce williams uh we also have more mike houston to discuss we'll go pirate radio outdoors um (laughs) mr winstead just showed the show uh to his wife and she thinks we are so funny she's hooked now oh that's awesome well thank you i'm glad to hear that josh cannot smash the like button any harder Josh josh wants me to get hammered we appreciate it josh thank you thank you for your support um matt says i thought he was referring to weave but maybe to himself he says he'll be drunk enough on saturday says he's going to be eating barbecue and banana pudding with his bare hands oh my one in one hand one in the other just shoveling it in that's the kind of fans we like here yes, we video Radio. or it
8: didn't happen
4: all right uh, we'll take a break come back more to go prl tuesday after this
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. At Angel Oak they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide offerings of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation for more information call talbot green braxton green joanne weir or wanda hager at 751-2060 now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip
4: videos are out videos are out we've got videos on our social media of east carolina in their first basketball practice mike schwartz spoke with the media as well so crossover season major league baseball playoffs begin next friday football we're getting in gear here and uh, everything motoring on with football and now we got basketball practice so uh kind of that overlap season exciting stuff a lot to cover here and talk about at pirate radio all right uh shirley rhodes here the man of chan and bryce williams joining us can i get some music uh for bryce i can't do it without the music hmm I, need to move. I saw the light I was baptized by, by the, the fire in your touch and the, and the flame in your eyes I'm born to love again I'm a brand new man
10: Y'all get the juices flowing just as much as they did on the original. I think we should open
4: for Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. I mean, I think they should bring out Why us not? and say, and and we'll just do their covers and everybody be kind of disappointed and then they'll and say now the real thing yeah and everybody be so jacked up to hear brooks and dunn <laughs> it's not a bad idea bryce how you doing man i'm good how are y'all we're hanging in there That's good like a like an inspirational cat poster you see hang in there
10: oh yeah you know what i'm saying a little paul
4: yeah got a little paul hanging on yeah um man tough result on saturday yeah i didn't hear from you did you watch the game you at the, the game.
10: I was at the game. How how sick were you, Bryce, on Saturday? I evening? I was pretty sick. I, I was like, you know, kind of just stable and just hanging out and thinking, okay. And then over time, all right, we're gonna get this, we're gonna get this. And I was you know feeling encouraged, you know, with the big plays we had, you know, the big uh, uh, touchdown by Winstead. You know, that fired me up. I think then we had then we got the ball back, uh, fourth quarter. Um obviously driving to the Murphy Center and um real high hopes. I'm like, oh getting field goal range, man. That's all we got. We got plenty of time. I forgot what the ratio was that they told us how many seconds versus uh yards you got. Well anyways, it was what I remember it we had plenty of time is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And I uh, said, so, okay, and what and we were on what, like the fifty ish?
4: Right around midfield.
10: And uh was it first down? I think it was first down, second down, uh, the pick. What down was that? Anyway, I
4: don't remember the. I don't down. remember,
10: but I just remember it wasn't
4: first down because I feel like it was a shorter distance uh-huh. to get the first down, if I recall in my mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it with Holden yesterday. Yeah, you I mean, don't make that throw. You, yeah, uh, unfortunately, across the body, um, poor decision.
10: Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's aware of it. You know, those are times you think maybe something would trigger, and he, you know, makes the decision to run it because obviously we know he's effective when he runs the ball. So it's just kind of one of those things you, I guess, go one way or the other, and unfortunately they didn't go the right way. So that was a, that was a letdown for sure. Um, and then obviously the overtimes, I would have liked to have seen some, you know, targets at the end, you know, in the end zone. I feel like we didn't go for the end zone any during overtime. Which, I mean, obviously Holton's got the the arm to throw it twenty six yards, you know, because we started twenty five, so he throw it into the end zone. Um, I've liked to have seen some shots in the end zone and give some of the guys a chance, especially, you know, Winstead, you know, if we could get a one-on-one as effective game as he had, um, you know, just sort of hopeful for that. But I felt a little disappointed in, I guess, the excitement of our offense. um, Yeah. As I'm sure everybody was, I guess in a good way to put it, just we could have you know, don't ECU does and throw the ball and, you know, take shots, take chances throughout the game so we wouldn't get in a situation. Yeah. Uh, I felt
4: like, Bryce, we just had a lot of momentum going into that game offensively. Right. Oh, yeah. And and the things you're saying, the, uh, taking shots down the field. Uh And even the, the run game looked promising as yeah. well. But, man, the other night and you're saying – be a little more aggressive, creative, yeah. whatever you're saying. And a lot of runs on first down. That yeah. was talked about a lot Saturday uh, night. So.
10: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we're sitting here at 3-3 three, three going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> was that right? I mean, like, goodness gracious. Um, that's unlikely. I don't know last time we've only had – well, I mean, I don't know stats, but I know I don't think we – when I played, we ever had three points going yeah. into the fourth quarter. Um, so I you had a little bummer, too. I know we didn't really do anything on offense. And then, of course, the opportunity, I guess, leading up to finish this little rant, you know, obviously the kick, you're kind of like, well, you know, it's two situations now where um, it wasn't going to win us the game, but it was going to, you know, tie it and put it into another overtime and give the team another opportunity. Um, very frustrating. You know, of course, I was listening to you all after the game. If you're like, well, we shouldn't have been in that situation. Well, guess what? We were. So that's the next play. That's the next opportunity um, for someone to make something well, happen. You got to,
4: everybody's got to point the finger somewhere. It's oh, just yeah. It's a matter of who or oh where yeah. it you're going to And so.
10: I mean, the bummer is, I mean, we know Daffer's, I mean, he's a good kicker. I mean, there's no denying that. I mean, he's got the leg, and we've seen what he did last year, but I feel like he may just be in his head right now, I yeah. guess, you know, which is, he's got to figure a way out. Um, figure a way out of that because no matter how good you are, if your mental game is screwed up and maybe, well, I'm, I'm going to say, I guess possibly it is because it proves to the putting, I guess. Right. I mean, and it was uh, certainly um, a makeable
4: kick for him. Yeah. And if it's in the first, third, second, or third quarter, he probably buries it.
10: Right. So it's like, you know, you're not going to get these non-tense situations where, oh, it's just an extra point. Oh, it's, I've got, you know, in the second quarter, it's a field goal. You know, it's always, there's, you know, it's going to be height situations you got to step it up and i thought the navy kicker that was the starter but i heard that was the second string kicker kicking then, for
4: the first time Kicking
10: for the first time and look what he did so it's like but who's the better player here and that you know i guess in that game um you know it's kind of just a bummer it's like come on man like build that confidence back up i don't know how many more chances you get i don't know who's the backup yeah not to say replace him but i mean he's got to make something happen when it's needed which is needed every time but when you're in tight situations where that kick is definitely going to be a determinant factor you win or lose um or tie in that instance you know you got you got to come through with that through with that like the game against state well, they're not Hail mary kicks you know it's not a daggum 55 60 yarder i mean they're in the they're under 40 i'm pretty sure both of them are um, if not the state one, but state
4: might have been a little longer, like a f-
10: low 40s. But for someone, a college kicker of the 40s or nothing, and I don't know, hopefully he gets his mind right. And or maybe we just won't be in that situation again. And we don't have to worry about it. But
4: odds are, uh, with these games against these teams in the American, yeah. we're gonna be in a lot of tight ball games just uh, like we were a year ago. Yeah,
10: <laughs> I, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, that, that was the bummer, of course. Everybody- <laughs> Oh, man, that was funny walking out um, out of the stadium, and everybody's like, what the heck is going on? I mean, yeah. that, was, that was a big letdown, especially to be uh, favored that much. So we've got several more games. we played four. We've got eight left.
4: Uh, yeah, a lot of people coming after Donnie on the fifth quarter. And uh, <laughs> you played for Donnie Kirkpatrick. He was not your offensive coordinator. right. right. He right. was a position coach at the time. But just yeah. – And – I am curious, you know, how much is it Donnie? How much is it Mike Houston? That We have seen that Mike Houston is a, uh, if you had to say aggressive conservative well, offensively, he would be in the conservative category. Right. Yeah. Uh, just kind of letting the clock run into halftime. Yeah. We've seen that multiple yeah. times and kind of stick with the ground rather than open it up. So yeah. I don't know how much is the head coach and, and how much of it is. Donnie Kirkpatrick, but uh, had a lot of calls about that the other night, Bryce.
10: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure. Um, um, I guess it's, you know, y'all don't know who really pulls the weight on the final decision of what plays called. Um, you know, I knew in our instance, I think, you know, Coach Rye was able to do his thing um, and obviously rolled and it obviously worked out really well for us. I don't know if, you know, Coach Houston has a way, you know, says, nah, let's do something else or what it is, but. I guess all I can say is I would have liked to have seen a more, um, I guess, aggressive offense. You know, something you know, taking chances, taking shots downfield. Because I really don't recall seeing any. Not, I mean, I'm sure there were, but some like deep balls thrown in the yeah. game. I don't recall um, any, or you know, maybe there's a few. But I, don't know, I would have liked to have seen a little more aggressive offense, especially on a Navy defense. I mean, I know, I, you know, I think we've hung a good amount of points against them each year we played them, but. You know, I only have three going into fourth quarters kind of disheartening.
4: I'm dying to see a running back screen. Yeah. And and anything to involve our backs more coming out of the backfield. I thought that would be a strength, something we've see, seen a lot. Yeah. And uh, that has been missing. And as I said Saturday night on the postgame show, when you're rolling up points against Campbell and you're, you're doing well on offense against Old Dominion, it would really be kind of picky to say well I wish we were throwing the running backs more because I don't think Mitchell's had a catch since NC State if I'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at it right now and Rajay's had maybe one or two since then Um, but now after you lose it's a lot easier to say hey these guys don't have catches throw the ball to the running backs get them involved and I know uh, Breon and Coop and, and maybe I'm remembering it differently now that we're far away from but I remember them being involved some in that passing game and and being weapons and i don't know man you got a guy like keaton you got to use him mm-hmm. in any way possible i know he left the game by the way uh mike houston said he expected him in practice today so that's good news but uh, i'd like to see more of that bryce
10: yeah we definitely know how effective bumming I mean, both our running backs are with the ball in their hands so it's like any way we can utilize them and i know they got some things up their sleeve where um you know, they can come up with good, some good plays and, you know, make things happen, utilizing the running backs. And, obviously, we've seen what the tight ends can do. We've yeah. um, got some fast guys, you know, with Ryan Jones and um, Shane. so Had a big one to Ryan Jones for a score. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, you know, I feel like I've been talking negative. <laughs> obviously, the good thing is the, you know, the route, you know, the touchdown from Ryan Jones was great, and it was the corner out. Um, he did a great job, you know, um Using his, using his body to shield off the DB. And it Almost kind of boxed him out. Oh, maybe. yeah. So it's always great when you can obviously just manhandle the DB and, you know, box him out and um, obviously catch the ball. But when you catch a touchdown like that, that was good. You know, obviously good throwing ball by Holton. Um, so on a positive note, we have another tight end. It's four games in a row, a tight yep. end scored. So um, I'd like to obviously see that keep happening. Matt asking did Hatfield
4: get in the game I saw where I go I said that Hatfield was dealing with an injury so we can talk more about that when Steven's here on Wednesday but uh, that is the reason we didn't see a lot of Josiah Hatfield in the uh, in the game on Saturday um, uh, more positives Bryce you hold Navy to under three yards of carry
10: yeah. and
4: you didn't give up any Big like long runs. You gave up chunk plays in the passing game. Yeah. But not the uh the run game on Saturday. Yeah, and
10: that's what was hopeful, I man. We had a defense, I mean, I guess that's the least we've held Navy to as long ever since I played at yeah. least. And you know, for the defense to play that well and the offense to not play that well is kind of a bummer to know, you know, you have games where one team's kinda of, you know, one side of the ball's doing better than the other, but you would think against the Navy defense our you know explosive offense could have you know done done a little more to i guess uh help the defense out as you know as well as they were playing so it's kind of a bummer we didn't take advantage of that um being able to hold navy that uh to those lower points
4: and man, the uh, best goal line defense in the country once again. East Carolina oh, yeah. stands tall at the goal line, and uh, they have been really good in the red zone this year. Defensively, they've been good offensively in the red zone as well. But that defense—if you get the ball at the one yard line against East Carolina, kick a field goal. Yeah, because you're not getting in. We saw that again on Saturday.
10: Yeah, that—that that, I tell you, like I said, going by the defense, how well they played, and that's exciting. I mean, the defense, watching them, is super exciting. It seemed like we're. Getting set, you know all kinds of QB pressures and sacks. Um, I mean, it is it is it's fun to watch the D line um, and the linebackers, and you know DBs make, making making some plays as well. But um, I think up front, those guys are doing great.
4: Robert sarcastically saying, "Whoa, Clip! Don't mention screen." Whenever I mention screen on an ECU page, I get, "You're not the coach." That's always thrown at me, mm-hmm. and I'm not a coach, and I don't I don't like talking about play calling a lot yeah. because I don't know what defense they're looking at and why that so i don't really get involved in that that much and people call in about it on the fifth quarter and i i love to hear their thoughts that's what the show's for but i don't have a lot of input on play calling because it's a lot more difficult than we think it is oh yeah but i i did throw in my two cents there that i'd like to see something more in the uh running back screens in particular it's such a beautiful play when it works. And mm-hmm. you got to have it called against the right defense. A yep. blitz is nice, right? If mm-hmm. they're, you get them all behind you, drop it off, and yep. the, the running backs go to work. So, again, I, I don't like getting involved in that, Bryce. You can speak to it how <laughs> tough it is uh, to call a game, to call yeah. a particular play, because guess what? The defense is there and they've studied and they they are picking right. out what you're doing so <laughs> it's a
10: tough deal oh yeah I'm right there with you, you know like I said I'd like to see more explosive plays but I think you can um you know pass the ball and you know almost pretty much every situation there's a play for um you know any type of coverage really, but it is. It's a lot harder than you know what people say. Oh, what, you know we need to throw the ball more. Do this, that, and no, other. It's like, well, if y'all can name the coverage and what they're going to be in, or what they're stunting and all that, then go ahead and call the plays. But there's a lot going on up top and what they're seeing on the field um, than just calling whatever play you think may work. So I try and keep a fine line of my opinion on you know plays and things like that. All I can say is. I'd like to see more explosive balls. you know, at times. You know, that's about the gist. I'll go into it.
4: Bryce Williams joining us. Uh, Let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll talk about this week's matchup against South Florida. New location, new kickoff time. We'll discuss that. Uh, We got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors and more with Bryce Williams here on a Tuesday. We're back with you after this.
1: listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
8: welcome back quality equipment is your full service john deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club, or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Barak.
4: Alrighty, back with you. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live Tuesday. Bryce Williams is here. Bryce, uh, any weather, hurricane games, uh, times, venues move when you played here? Do you recall? Uh, I do not. I think I had a
10: pretty good. Um a pretty good, um, I guess, uh, game schedule flow, time flow. I think we did have one um, delay at home one year, and I cannot remember. It, was a, it might have been Houston. For some reason, Houston's coming to mind um, when we had a delay. I think it was, might have been my first year we played. I don't think I make it. There
4: idea. was a <laughs> uh, a night game against U- UTEP, U- UTSA. But I remember that was a lightning delay, and we were up in the uh, the mobile Maybe it home was press a UTEP. box. It
7: might have been. I was UTEP definitely or, UTEP. Wasn't it, UTEP? That was the game. It might have been UTEP. We were introduced to Shane Carden. Uh, that he had a really good game, and we were like, all right. Was that okay?
4: 2000, was. 2012. But I remember during the Mo era, we had the uh, the Virginia Tech deal where a hurricane was coming, and we canceled the game. Didn't really do much, but we also had the time. I want to say we played at South Florida. Yes. And we had a hurricane hit us, and I remember we uh, we stopped doing the post game show early so we could get home because it was getting a little rough. Mm-hmm. And that was and the players like flew into Virginia and tried oh, to drive yeah. back through a hurricane, and like the administration caught a lot of flack for that because they were like stuck on the road trying to drive through a hurricane or something. <laughs> and yeah, uh, not good. But that was after your time here at East Carolina, surprise. So, uh, but the players will be uh going through something this week uh, a little different they will not be playing at south florida and tampa actually they will be playing in southern florida Mm. because south florida is in the middle of florida in tampa Uh but they're going down to boca raton which is actually more southern florida uh to play that game and the game time has been moved to 230 so I don't know. Knowing it this far in advance shouldn't have much of an effect on the players, you would think, right?
10: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Um, I mean, they're both, it's just gonna feel like, I guess, a away game for both of them. But yeah, I wouldn't think this is a you know any shortcoming um, to throw anybody's I guess um, routine off, um, which is nice. How would happen like on like a Thursday or maybe? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't really feel like it should throw anything off. I mean, because the, the stadium to stadium for the most part. Um, so I think it's good that they got that figured out a little sooner than later.
4: It's gonna be like a COVID game. Uh, there's not gonna be a lot of fans there. You know
10: what? I didn't even think about, didn't think
4: about so that. So they experienced that a couple of years ago,
10: right? Because I guess is ECU fans if they plan to fly into South Florida, I guess that that will throw off some fans. And then I don't know how far USF is from. Um, let's find out. Let's check. It
4: let's out get th- to know our Florida geography. Yeah. So we're going to go Tampa, Florida to Boca, Boca. Raton. Raton. Boca Raton. That's a nice three hour, 54 Super, minute drive.
10: You might as well call it four. Hey, let's, you know what? Let's round up. Let's call round four. up. Call four. Because well, if you know you're going to hit traffic on Ive, whatever highway that is.
4: Well, and this is in <laughs> nice conditions. This is, is not in hurricane. flooded, uh, hurricane conditions. <laughs> so, yeah, and let's face it, South Florida fans not that passionate anyway. They're not going right. to make that trip. Hopefully parents can, uh, maybe. But
10: That'll be a unique situation. Absolutely. Environment, I guess, is what I'm getting at, yeah.
4: Um, Michael uh, on Facebook says he noticed East Carolina became predictable, when they uh, when they get a first down, they'd run the ball in the middle every time after a first down. A lot of a lot of running into a brick wall.
10: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I noticed that. Was, well, I didn't notice it was every first down, but I just noticed it. Was,
4: well, Weaver broke down every first down play on the fifth quarter, uh, and I want to say he counted seven that were. It was like I think the most zero yards. I, I,
7: I, yeah, I want to say like the longest yardage on a first down if i remember correctly when Weaver was running off those stats i think two yards was the most yeah
4: so there was like six or seven that were zero yards but then you could throw in a few more that were two, three, two, one, yeah. one. you know
10: it'd have been nice to take some shots that yeah just really nice but
4: bryce uh says we should have relived our college days and took some shots <laughs> at the bar <bye. laughs> we were talking before you got here we thought it'd be fun for one saturday and maybe this Saturday to just uh, let Chandler drink all day during the pregame, yep. end game, and post game, yeah, and just sure. get him hammered in here during the show. That
10: would be funny. You think? I mean, and then he may pass out on a live. Yeah, yeah. And we could, and, like, and that's the goal. We and could ride on, ride on his face, on his face. Yeah, give him the Harry Potter glasses. And uh... <laughs> oh, with the... <laughs> yeah, saying, okay. sharpie, and
7: I've always wanted <laughs> to ride Hogan's goat live <laughs> on Sports Talk Radio. There we go. The we fir- we're well, not I'm the first ever. Him. Got yeah. him all
10: day. <laughs> <laughs> got ready. Got new mascot. Mascot. Cut. <laughs> Bryce. Uh,
4: we're gonna get you here one Saturday for a watch along. Yes, that'd be fun. It might not be this Saturday because you uh, you have plans, but your plans involve going to the beach. So, mm-hmm. what's the weather gonna? Yeah, do I don't with... know.
10: Because uh, I asked Jake if we were gonna plan on fishing, and uh, he said, "Well, if it doesn't, hurricane on us." So, um, hopefully, it doesn't. But like Sam, if I don't go to the beach then maybe I, you know, I can come
4: if you want to do a pop-in we'll a be pop here in. and we'll be watching it so we can so uh, I will
10: come on a, when i do a watch-in or a pop-in can i am I able to sit here
4: absolutely so you got your seat
10: Chandler, mm-hmm. sit over there
4: we'll put him and we want a big dunce cap and put him in the corner and we'll and surely can have a
10: case of beer for him though he can still drink the dunce cap but he can't
4: get up he has to roll the chair yeah he has to be in that chair if he goes to the bathroom he's got to roll down the hall yeah all right we got plans now folks uh but uh (laughs) we want to get bryce here one saturday with us to watch a game and get your take on it bryce because uh you can provide a lot more information on what we're seeing than we can. Mm-hmm. As oh, yeah, far
5: there as was,
10: uh, uh, Darren. one of the plays, I remember watching it, I was like, and then about before he threw it, I said, oh, he's going to Ryan. And then it was, uh, I think it was the mesh route. And then he threw it to Ryan and Ryan made a good playoff. I said, yep.
4: I figured it out. You called it. You mm-hmm. saw it. Was,
10: that was our, what, 92. I don't know what to call it now, but yeah, the old mesh play. That can you,
4: you recite it. a play call from your college days? Like a full call that Shane... Hollered out. Ours were simple. Oh, okay. It was like
10: 618, 619. What did that mean? 92 mesh. Like 618, I had a stick wrap. And, uh, or 92 mesh would be like the two inside receivers. My formations, right? They would cross. But, you know, the certain guy from, I think it was always the Y would go um, under over top. Oh gosh, I'm getting. Either way, like the X or the H would be set almost set in the pick for mm-hmm. there was for the uh, Y coming across. So that was like nine two mesh.
4: Did you run uh, a lot of option routes in college? Because that they didn't really run. I heard oh, like, like like the other night like on the four. Sunday night game, Jerry Judy uh, and it was, this was the what third game with uh, the new coach and the new and, and Russell Wilson in Denver, and they were saying they're still not on the same page, and he on that option route should have done this instead of like that a,
10: um like where you not have an
4: rpo no well it's more just your route like you have the option to i like, oh, guess
10: go on. in go yeah we had some of those um i cannot remember which one but yeah, it all depend um on which you know where the db was if you know sometimes it could be breaking you know to a corner route or a post Because if you don't have
4: a veteran QB, like in your case, Shane Carden, that could be an absolute nightmare. Right.
10: And like with when we would do well, I guess that was more NFL. But like, you know, depending if I did like a 618 and it was man, um, then, you know, I could break out, you know, because obviously I can get separation if it's zone. Obviously, you don't want to break into the zone. So, yeah, we had like the 618 was more so probably our option route that uh, we had.
4: All right, I just it's kind of fascinating to me because if you yeah. if you do the wrong thing or the quarterback thinks you're going to do the wrong thing, it's an absolute oh, it, disaster. If
10: you do the wrong thing and it was the wrong thing, that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's always nice to have those option routes because you know most of the time that receiver who has that is, uh, should be around the first or second read. So um, yeah, that is always nice. How many
4: plays uh, did you have where you were the first read in the offense?
10: Mm. I really don't know. Justin uh, Hardy
4: uh, took precedent, maybe. And yeah. You had a lot of talented guys. Yeah. With
7: well, that one play against Carolina where you were, like, hidden in the offensive line, you had to be the first Oh, guy. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was your
10: several, play. There were like, plays that were drawn up, and I was looking – I'd be in the backfield, and you're thinking, I'd go through the line, I'm going to hit the linebacker, and, you know, obviously sweep by and um, – you know get dumped off in the middle um on the goal line you know one-on-ones i'd be the first option on that i mean it was there was a hand there was several that um i was the first read which is always nice because like, i'm gonna get the ball get the ball most of the time and i watch this i'm about to get it
2: yeah i'm about, her, to, I'm about to get the, the ball little, little sign?
10: <laughs> it's coming to me uh-huh.
4: watch this <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! The defense saw Shane. Don't don't tell it to me. <laughs> just kidding, baby. That ain't coming to me no. Ain't coming to me no. Uh, how's uh, everybody doing? Good. The boys. How are your boys? The doing? boys are great. They're just they're <laughs> wonderful. They're uh, the apple of my eye. <laughs> Bryce has two pups. Uh, do they enjoy going out uh, oh, fishing no. with you? Yes, they do. But we, do yeah. you take them
10: in the woods with you though? Uh, I've never taken them hunting, but I've, yeah. t- I've taken them walking in the woods. um they love the boat. Grady, literally when we go to the beach, we'll stare, I'm not kidding you, we'll be on that dock from the first time he wakes up in the morning and staring at the water. Then if he sees the fish jump, he'll jump in. Uh, but it was funny, the, um, Sunday, um, Jay and Mary, they uh, live on a golf course, so I'll take the golf cart and drive it through the golf course and Grady will run. I mean, he'll chase me. It's almost like I'm taking for a walk. And all of a sudden, there's always deer out there. Well, Sunday, we're... Uh, driving a golf cart and he's going and then he, uh, which I, I know he's not going to go anywhere or at least run away, but there was probably about six deer off into like the set of woods um, and he just went straight, you know I mean hauled butt to him, and uh chasing those deer and I go over the bridge and I look down the creek line, I see the deer cross the creek and then Grady's right behind them. Now what would the he creek. do
4: if he caught is he just chasing the chase or
10: do you uh he would- he's I don't, I don't, uh, he, I don't really know because he kind of was honing in on the smaller one. Okay, um, he's probably more so chasing than chase. Yeah. but it kind of would be interesting if he did. Yeah, like one. what you gonna do now? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably surprised if I call him. I tell you, Grady can haul butt, but um, he he'll chase deer and just roll. I mean, I can hear him barking he was fired up it was, it was it was funny Sonny doesn't quite get it like grady does. gotcha uh bryce uh,
4: i saw a tweet it's a video of this very colorful fish and uh to describe to our radio audience it's like a fluorescent bluish green and then a pink and then another Jeez. highlighter green color and the caption on this is great it says my fat ass just want to know what this would taste like <laughs> um what huh. kind of fish is that
10: You have got me. Okay. Gracious. It It is like poisonous, but yeah, it
4: does. Yeah, it almost looks scary. It is so bright, and it's like it's been through a nuclear power plant or something. Yeah,
10: yeah, (laughs) went through Chernobyl or something.
4: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you never seen one of them boys before. No,
10: golly. Yeah, I'd be real curious.
4: All right, well, uh, well, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll do a little more pirate radio outdoors with Bryce and his official prediction. First, we're going to have Bryce guess the line of Uh the game, and then we'll tell him, and we'll Uh get his numbers on ECU and South Florida. That's on the way. More to go after this.
8: Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar MediSpa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All righty. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Look, listen. Coming up Thursday on the show, we're going to have Si Seymour on. Talk basketball. That'll get a smile on everyone's face. He might have us hyped up thinking we're going to go Pir- to the tournament this year. No,
7: Pirates are going to the Final Four.
4: Final Four? Final yeah. Four. Not Elite Eight, not Sweet 16, not yeah. Round of 32. Yeah. Final Four. Uh, looking forward Dang. to catching up with Cy si coming up on Thursday. We'll have some uh, Mike Schwartz audio for you tomorrow on the show, and we'll have that up on our social media sites uh, coming up this evening. So make sure... You check that out, all right, Bryce. Uh, we went a little outdoors earlier. Let's go pirate radio outdoors again, real quick. Tell us uh, the latest, what you've been up to.
10: Well, I was able to hit the water twice this week, so that was always nice. Um, my buddy Hudson came in from uh Winston Sailor, my hometown, Winston and uh, he's never called the big bull drum, you know, he's a big old bull drum, old heads. And um, so Friday night we ended up going fishing and It was a little slow there in the beginning, but finally I was able to, uh, and I'll show you the picture, get him on his first bull drum. And then thankfully, which we were all, we were just as happy just for him to catch his, but um, I was able to catch one too. So we went bull drum fishing and landed two of them and um, and had a good time out there. And then yesterday I was able to um, go out to a friend's place, yesterday evening and try for some trout like topwater drum and i actually hooked on had like six or seven like hooks up and like get them to the boat and they all came off at the boat hmm. can you believe that i mean i don't know how you unhook yourself from six hooks but uh it happened but so i didn't i don't know if you can call it a skunk i mean i guess it's a skunk or how what would you think if you hook them up I and mean, they get to the boat and pop off i mean
4: you know what it I is. I mean, officially, <laughs> uh, so technically, in the box score, it's a skunk. That's but I true. mean, I know. there's a lot of circumstances there. It's a bad luck deal. Yeah,
10: and which is but then they were slot Reds too. So I mean, they were good fish. It's kind of like
4: targeting. Like Elijah Morris shouldn't have been called for targeting. Been targeting, but, but in the rule in the, rule. the stat book, it says he targeting. was. Yeah, kind of a missed call, bad luck yeah. situation.
7: That's
4: what it was.
10: And Say it's that, like
7: in basketball, rimming in and out. Just so close, rimming, clothes, rimming, and rimming in
10: and out
4: remnant remnant and out. i don't know i think it's more like you make the uh the layup but they call you for a charge
10: Mm. Mm, that's yeah
4: let's just use analogies the rest of the show
10: oh you got (laughs) all i'll I'll be
4: clocked that's a
7: challenge in itself right
4: there (laughs) (laughs) kind of like in tennis when you make a great return but then they're right there to smash it down right you did your part but it's like you run just wasn't in the cards you run for a 60 yard touchdown
10: but it's called back for holding mm-hmm. on the offensive line. But it wasn't holding. But it wasn't It was a holding. bad call. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one and I'm not coming up. With <laughs> I think we right got now. it. We're good. We can move on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hit the water and then hopefully plan to check the cameras this week see if any deer are um, out, at the, out by the camera and hopefully stick one in the next few days next week sometime when it cools off a little bit
4: all right we got a question and a comment on facebook scott says the deer are on the run here in maryland so there's your comment okay question bryce uh from jackson he says what's the deer herd looking like in pit county had a study on our farm in roanoke river in halifax and biologists confirmed ehd had hit What what is
10: that that's a disease i'm pretty sure i know there's cw cwd But, I mean, as far as I know, we've, uh... Epizootic
4: hemorrhage. Holy moly, it's a lot of words, letters.
10: I can't remember if that's blue tongue or something. What'd you say? Images. I can't remember if that's blue... Considered blue tongue or not.
4: Ew. It's like a...
10: Oh,
4: that looks really bad.
10: Yeah, hopefully uh, that don't happen, because...
4: I don't like the look at that. Look at that, no. Uh I don't like looking at that. What you <laughs> want to look at? Not
10: gonna that one.
4: Yeah, I don't want to look at he's that. all
10: swollen up. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get that. I mean, everything seems to be looking fine. At least the deer I've on camera look healthy. Um, young and running around. So let's hope that doesn't make it make it this way.
4: Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Mm-hmm. That'll mess up your season. Mess yeah. up a lot of things.
10: Yeah, I don't know if you can eat a deer with EHD.
4: Yeah, I would stay away. But but what do I know? I'm just a man <laughs> just that doesn't go in the woods. You know?
10: Just make sure it's done.
4: <laughs> all right, uh Pirate Radio Outdoors. Any uh you got you said you got some hunting plans here.
10: Uh hopefully so, so. you know, right. you know I'm making sure the deer know there's food where I'll be hunting. So I'm kinda of doing that. Um, and I also just get an opportunity and I really don't feel like being in the woods when it's hot. So I'm just kinda of waiting on temperatures. Um, plan to be set throwing out some seed for a food plot when this rain comes. And obviously, you don't want to throw seed out. but Not get rained out so I can get a food plot going.
4: Matt says chronic wasting disease. That was the CW, I guess you mentioned, yeah. is a real bad one. And yeah. I'm not going to look up pictures on that because I didn't like <laughs> what I just saw. And I don't want to see what that looks like. <laughs> so I'm just going to take your word for it. Yeah. Um, Pirate Radio Indoors update Shirley Rhodes. Hugh Jackman returning as wolverine in the new deadpool movie
8: deadpool 3
4: that's Whoa. pretty interesting
8: that's very interesting
4: I I because
8: I'll, if you remember in uh oh gosh it wasn't logan it was one of the wolverine movies
4: i have not seen
8: okay ryan reynolds hair. shows up as deadpool uh, in did not that, that movie at the tail end he actually fights him so, oh, um, so that'll be a very interesting dynamic because they're going to revisit that that story in Deadpool three.
4: So I, I like the comic book movies. I'm not like go see them open at night. I wait till they're on TV and yeah. I can find it somewhere. But Deadpool is great because Deadpool, it's more of a. Raunchy comedy than a comic book movie.
8: Deadpool mm. was everything I have ever asked for in a movie and more.
10: Have you ever seen it? Bryce? I mean, it's has he, yeah. He's uh, Ryan Brian Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah. I've seen. He's fine. It's
8: it's raunchy comedy, but it's also yeah. you know stuff getting blown up. You know the superhero stuff, and then you just throw all of that. It's like a a
4: smorgasbord
8: smorgasbord of
4: uh, a plethora, a plethora. plethora
8: of movie genres all thrown into like a little blender. All right, I'm and in, and out pops Deadpool, and I love it.
4: I'm excited about it. All right, when we return, we'll wrap it up. We'll get Bryce's prediction for East Carolina and South Florida. Mm. Two thirty kickoff time, folks. So we're with you ten thirty a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Game will be played down in Boca Raton. We'll take a timeout. You ever play against the FAU in that stadium? hmm Boca Raton? Yep. All right. We'll get Bryce's thoughts on the venue and the prediction when we uh-huh. return after this.
1: to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome
8: back. Uh, taking a look at your stock market report, the Dow fell 125 points today, closed at 29,134. NASDAQ was up uh, 26 at 10,829, and the SP was down seven at 3,647. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756 6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's a clip. All right, East
4: Carolina 2 and 2, coming off the loss to Navy. South Florida's 1 and 3. They have yet to beat an FBS opponent. Their one win came over Howard. They have played a brutal schedule. Lost to BYU 50 to 21. Were in it against uh, the Gators in the swamp, had the ball, chance to win, chance to tie. They did neither. They lost 31 to 28 and then got crushed by Louisville last week 41 to 3 bryce uh there are the numbers i'll give you one more usf the only fbs team in the country playing football that does not have a passing touchdown this season so hmm. that's interesting uh so bryce you got all that hmm. what do you uh what do you think first of all what's the spread, spread. and um, right you
10: kind of helped me but then i guess i'm gonna go like 13.5. All right. 13 and a half.
4: Little high. Oh, uh, last I saw, it was nine and a half. Dang. East Carolina, the favorite. Oh, yeah. Beat them by 14, 15 last year. Okay. On the road, although at a neutral site. That's no true. fans. Darn. Weird travel. Yeah. South Florida, maybe thinking about back home. Mm. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let you I mean, throw your numbers I out there.
10: Four and nine. I'm going to say, well, these women are like.
4: No, go by your original thought of the spread. Go by
10: what you think, not what they think. You know better than them. <laughs> I'm going to go – I hope offense will pick it up from last this past week. But going off of that, maybe – you never know. Football is a game of ups and downs. <laughs> I'm going to go ECU – ECU 30. Uh, USF 18 <laughs> 30 to 18 30 to 18
4: Pirates win paint it purple alright Bryce good stuff man thank you thank you uh, we will talk to you again next week go Pirates. Pirates go Pirates Shirley Rhodes Chan Man we'll see you Wednesday 3 o'clock for an all new edition of Pirate Radio
1: Live so long everybody